Do you want you want to do some uh, some pod decks, Mike? Sure. Do a tag me in, Coach. Oh man, Bell Bell is ready. Uh, you want to join Bell is ready. Pod decks. Welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host. Happy holidays to you and yours. And in this episode, I'm going to play more of the audio from World's Charity Fundraiser live stream for Extra Life. But before we get into that, I want to let you know about some of the recent appearances you may have missed. I've done a couple guest spots as uh, this is basically... Most likely my last episode of Mike Seibert Radio for the year, so I want to let you know about a couple things you might have missed. Uh, so recently, I was a guest on the TFG1 podcast on the GeekCast Radio Network, kicking off the celebration of 15 years of podcasting for friend of the show, TFG1 Mike, as we discussed Transformers 1986, the first full-length album by the Cybertronic Spree. It's their cover album of the soundtrack for the Transformers the movie from, you guessed it, 1986. Uh, that was a really fun conversation, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. Now, if you're in the mood for some more holiday cheer, as if you haven't had enough uh, holiday extravaganza yet, uh, check out episode 216 of Autopod Decepticast, where both me and Michael Andrews crashed their annual holiday episode to talk about Transformers the Headmasters, and then stick around through that show as Michael Andrews explains why Super God Master Force is his favorite favorite of the Japanese sequel trilogy of Transformers cartoons. That was a that was a really cool insightful conversation and uh there there's a part of me that really wants a uh, Caleb from APDC X Michael Andrews kind of two mics two furious style uh recap show of Super God Master Force because I think they both uh, tackled that material uh, very, very well. It was a it was a terrific conversation that I had no part of. I just jumped on to talk about the climactic fight between uh, Blaster and Soundwave in the Headmasters, which thankfully happens in episode two, so I didn't have to watch thirty four more episodes of uh, cartoons I don't have any interest in. Anyway, those two episodes are now available, and stick around after this show. Uh, during the credits to learn more about what we've got coming up in the near future. Now, bringing it back here to MSRP, like I mentioned in the last episode, the previous episode, Extra Life is a fundraising program of Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. The Extra Life community fundraises year-round to change kids' health to change the future. Donations go to local member hospitals to fund critical, life-saving treatments and healthcare services along with innovative research, vital pediatric medical equipment, and child life services. 
Now, since its inception in 2008, Extra Life has raised over $100 million to change kids' health to change the future. And while Whirl and Team Paleans did reach their goal of raising $1,500 for Extra Life before their end, the end of their live stream back in November, I do want to let you know that you can still donate to Extra Life through the end of the year. I will have a link in the show notes uh, to the Whirl eBird page where you can watch the entire 25-hour uh, video as it originally live streamed or streamed live uh, and donate to Team Paleans directly. Now, during this podcast, you will meet the other members of Team Paleans, those being Belle, Beardy, and Kai, and even later will be joined by Polly as well. Uh, so from this point forward, uh, basically what's going to be happening in the show is I will be asking questions of the team using my pod decks to keep folks awake and engaged as basically at this point during the live stream when we're jumping on uh, the audio here, they're about halfway through and it is in the middle of the night. Uh, plus, uh, we had the uh, November time change in there as well. Um, so we're we're going to be tackling questions from the pod decks interview deck, the episode deck, the would you rather deck and of course, everyone's favorite, the what the heck deck. Uh, but you know what? We also talk about. Uh, uh, Ross Dress for Less and the discount store effect on the toy collecting community as well. Uh, so it's a, it's a really fun conversation, and I really hope you enjoy it as much as we did having it. And without any further ado, here's uh, What the Heck, uh, uh, World's Charity Livestream for Extra Life. Mike is here. Did it work? Bell, Bell, oh, Bell is here. Hello. Let me rearrange my screen real quick. Good morning, Bill. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm good? chill. You're chill? Yeah. I'm rearranging I'm... my screen. I was gonna say don't believe you. <laughs> oh, the thing is the thing is is every year I do this with Whirl, I am in fact one year older. <laughs> and <laughs> and like First time, first time I did this, I fucking tanked doing 32 hours awake like a champion. <laughs> Second year, slept for much longer. Third year, don't remember it. <laughs> don't really remember it. Have I introduced um, you two to each other? Have you two met? I don't, I don't think so. I don't believe so. Okay, so I'm Whirl. And again, this is for witching hour. <laughs> I can't promise that this will exist in real space in my brain <laughs> <laughs> by tomorrow. Um, so I'm Whirl. You both know me. You have that in common, which is very cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Bell is Bell. I met Bell through I'm Overwatch. Bell. Uh, Mike is Mike. Oh, cool. I met Mike through Transformers. Um, a thing that you both have in common is that you are both very passionate about things you enjoy, and you enjoy talking mm -hmm. about those things. And I think I could sit mm -hmm. either of you in front of a mic for an hour and ask you a question, and you would just go, you know? Mm. I think I could yeah. do that to either of you. Um, so you have that in common. So what's probably going to happen is that we'll we'll get asked a question, and then it'll be uh, a fist fight to see who gets to talk for the next ten minutes. Sound good? That's Pretty okay. Much. I mean, <laughs> I love it. Uh, Joe says, you're putting Bell in front of a mic right now, but this Bell Let them mic fight. Thing. Let them fight. All right. Um, so Bell <laughs> Mike has the this deck of three decks of cards called Pod decks because Mike is Mike Mike does a lot of podcasting. 
among yeah, yeah. other other types of being in front of a microphone type things, such as radio hosting. So pod <laughs> decks, uh, three decks of cards. Pod decks. They mm-hmm. have various questions on them. Um, okay. And Mike, you're, you're they're your pod decks. You're much better at explaining them. So it you your turn. <laughs> oh sure, yeah. So um, back during COVID, I wasn't sure if I wanted to continue podcasting or not. I had some existential funk, as uh, many of us did. And I found some dude on Instagram who was like, well, hey, man, are you in a funk? Try these conversation starters. And basically, like, they're, they're open-ended questions designed to have open-ended conversations. Uh, some of them are of better quality than others. Some are... Uh, uh surprisingly evoke existential dread um i i think we've had uh um we've had uh, uh more than a couple questions that really uh um get people to question their place in life a little more than i think that they would like um <laughs> Because, yeah, some of these questions are just off the wall. So I have three different decks. I, I am uh, in the process of shuffling them up now. They, uh, they're three different uh, styles of questions with three corresponding colors. The red deck is called Would You Rather? And these are pretty straightforward. So, like, um, as an example... One of the ones for from the Would You Rather deck is, would you rather never be able to use search engines again or never use smartphone apps again? Question mark. So it's, so it's an mean, either or type of thing. Search engines are already unusable now, right? Like we've already <laughs> hit that stage of the internet. Like this literally happened to me earlier to, uh, not earlier today, earlier yesterday. Um, I was trying to look up what graphics card would work for my motherboard. And it was just pages and pages of the exact same article under different branding that didn't answer mm-hmm. the question, but regurgitated the question I put into it. Like it was just rephrasing my question, but longer. And it was just pages and pages. Of, like search engines are already done for. So I might as well keep my smartphone. I love it. See, you're already playing the game. This is mm. perfect. The second deck is the green deck, and it's called What the Heck? Question mark. These are more kind of like off the wall, off color, bizarre type questions. Uh, an example of one from the What the Heck deck is What is the scariest sound you could hear in the middle of the night? So that's a. That's a good one. I don't. It is kind of a good, and some of them are a little bit of a thinker too. Like it's like, ooh, that's a good one. Let me think about that. Um, scariest sound I hear in the middle of the night is the all too familiar sound of little plastic men tumbling off of their shelf and onto the floor. <laughs> um, may or may not have a cat nearby. Also, um, I have once a while really hear like childhood memory. <laughs> Ooh, oh, tell it, me. Wait, it was, so, yeah, it was, this was, again, childhood. I must have been, like, 10 to 13, around that age range, pretty young. And it was, I was staying in a villa in Portugal, I think it was, with my dad and stepmom. And 
there was some kind of like just just your standard night creature that was just making an occasional ribbiting type noise so maybe it's a frog or some kind of lizard or something but it woke me up and i had no idea what it was and it was somewhere near the window and it was just like making a sound which i couldn't identify and this is also the last night that we were in the villa and so i if this is only what i pieced together growing up and be like what the fuck was that noise i heard and now being like an adult being able to rationalize what was going on and i think what happened was my dad and stepmom were packing up ready to leave so we could just go early in the morning and as this strange creature noise was getting slightly louder outside the window I suddenly hear the sound of a suitcase being shut and the zip just going like that. And it was so deafeningly loud. It was the most terrifying sound I ever heard. I was under the blankets, not moving. I don't remember anything else from that night. That's like my strongest memory of that holiday is some kind of creature snapping its strange jaw shut. (laughs) Um, The other one is uh, my sleep paralysis demon said hello to me and then laughed. (laughs) um so i have a very very weird answer for this one where we we, um as i think bell i think i've told you this before i don't know when it would have come up with you mike but um when i was late teens early 20s uh i had this issue that is not like i don't think it's officially like a medical issue um, but it, if you if you want to Google it, it is called exploding head syndrome, which is the scariest name you can give something. Um, yeah. But it is when you are falling asleep and you're right about to fall asleep, like you are it going into that like brain, I don't know, like activity. Um, your brain will yeah. try to wake you up by basically playing a startling noise to to wake you up because it. it I don't. I don't remember why it does that. It just decides that for some reason you need to be awake, so it's going to wake you up in, I guess, the most terrifying way possible. Um, and the two most common ways it did this was I would hear either a car crash, like out in front of my house. And there, w- there would not be a car crash. I would just hear like a car crash, um, or all of my IKEA Billy shelves full of Transformers falling over. Um, and I would, oh, I would yeah. very suddenly startle awake and be like, oh my god, like what just happened? And I'd either you know look out the window or look over the other side of my bedroom and see that these things had not happened but i'd be awake you know for the next few minutes on that adrenaline um so like weird noises to hear at night i've i've heard some they weren't real but i heard them um this has since cleared up and i i have not had this issue so i assume it was either like a side effect of some medication i was taking uh, or something to do with all the like nasal issues i was having something along those lines um but it was it was it, a very strange thing and like there's no quick and easy way to describe like yeah i hear terrifying noises when i'm falling asleep and then i fall asleep like a normal person um but i also had this like at the same time a group of my friends had banded together and for my birthday they had bought me a giant transformers prime megatron cutout uh for like a kid's Uh birthday party so that was also just like in the corner of my room i like (laughs) waking up to see that was like oh cool (laughs) that's there i forgot (laughs) um but yeah, no, I, I can't think of like a scary noise to hear in the middle of the night because like things falling off of shelves like, yeah, sure. So I think I'm going to go for the cop out answer of like one of the animals in my house throwing up. It's a terrible sound to hear in the middle of the oh, night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, because that, that means then you now have to do something. Exactly. It means I have to get up out of my warm, cozy bed, and I have to go figure out what this animal needs from me. And I have to clean something. So, terrifying exactly. horror story. Speaking of <laughs> animals making noises in the night, is that I have had to make peace with the fact that like, I am 100% the person who dies first in a horror movie because they've <laughs> gone to investigate the creature. Because we, I don't have any pets, but in the in the summer, I've occasionally left like our little balconette door open because nice and cold, and we're like in a very quiet part of town. It's but anyway, I've had a couple times I've had like a, a like I don't think it's a stray cat, just a cat that lives in the neighborhood come in and investigate our kitchen, and I don't know what it is about my brain, but apparently, if I'm encountering a strange creature I can't quite see in the night, my default is to just go hello as i'm approaching it and it, it, every time i startle the creature and it runs past me and it startles me and i yelp and i'm like why do i keep greeting this creature in, in such a way like i'm begging to get yoinked by the monster <laughs> i don't alert anyone to the presence of the sound i just walk up to it go hi hello who is this <laughs> oh my goodness you're funny so the uh, so the final deck I have to choose from is uh, this is the black deck and it's uh, it's titled the interview deck. I like to call it the existential dread deck because like th this has like the most like I don't know like I don't know if thought provoking is the right word, but it's like it makes you encounter stuff that. Yeah, probably don't want to. So, like the the example I have pulled up here is: if you could undo one moment in your life, what would it be? Question mark. Ooh, yeah. So and... this sounds like a deck for people who have their shit together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I and I think that's why we struggled with some of those so hard because, like, mm. a, a one of them that we did during my uh, 400th episode uh, live stream was like, you know, how would you like to die <laughs> and i'm like uh uh peacefully in my sleep i don't know um uh, i don't know uh screaming out a window i don't know it's like you know it's like questions that you don't really think to give consideration to until some some knucklehead on a podcast asks mm -hmm. you that question and it, and it was interesting too because like you know my friends were all like yeah you you should ask guests these questions and I'm like absolutely not I love I, I will of you getting because uh, you've had a handful of really cool like Transformers guests and things like that um, yeah but, like getting like your your idol. Onto onto yeah. your show that you run, your personal show, and being like, "Hey, mm. um, so you know, what do you think is your biggest flaw as a person, and how has it ruined your <laughs> life?" You know, like <laughs> my mother-in-law said, was one I'm of them back too. from dumpster diving." Joe said, "I'd like to die tragically and publicly, a real spectacle." Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Hello, Aren't you, Joe. Welcome That's back awesome. from dumpster diving. We're getting deep. <laughs> Oh my gosh. What what kind of dumpster diving are people like going to Ross Dress for Less looking for discount transformers? What, what are we talking about here? Is it like actual dumpster diving? Mike, I got a heads up this morning that uh the Aberdeen Ross had a truck come in today and then I was like, oh, Yeah, today's no. the one day I'm not going to Aberdeen Ross and I won't be going tomorrow either, so those arcs are gone. Yeah. <laughs> and it's only gonna be it's only gonna be the two of them anyway. Yeah. I mean they come to 
per case, and they probably get one case per shipment. Yeah, there's only me and one other guy that go to the Aberdeen Ross, uh, so he will get it, or some, or, or like legitimately a kid will get it for their birthday or Christmas, and I'm perfectly fine with that. Good way, for, good place for them to go. But we'll see. Absolutely, there there is a a part of me that really hopes. Uh, some kid has a cosmos who just thought right. he was a cool-looking spaceship dude, and that, and and that 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 just makes me feel all warm and fuzzy, you know. As uh, you know, to uh, in- unintentionally thumb noses at an entire collector community. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh no, cool toys for actual children end up with actual children. You know that that kind of thing. I I think that's that that's just the world healing itself. I think. Yeah, I put this in our, um, in our little Ross chat that we've got on Facebook. But I I went to I, I when I go to Ross, I've just been like looking for like casual Christmas presents for people while I also look for Transformers. Um, yep. But they had a they had a, a bucket of slime, and I have it here. I got a bucket of slime, and this was for me. Oh. Because I like slime a lot. Slime uh, is cool. But I I've got here. Hold on. I've got my purple jelly slime. It's cool, it's squishy, it's fun. Um, but I was checking out, and this cashier could not have been more than 14 years old. Like, just tiny. <laughs> um, she goes, oh, does one of your kids like slime? And I was like, I've gone my whole life without getting the cashier asking me if the thing I am buying is for a kid. <laughs> and I was like, and it finally happens with this $5 bucket of slime I bought for for me? And I, so I answered this cashier and I was like, no, it's for me. I like slime. And she goes, oh, I do too. I like to mix things. And then we just kind of like looked at each other. I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the receipt's on my side of the counter. I guess I could just take it and go. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> uh, my mother-in-law it's... says actual dumpster diving. That that's. Let me know if you find anything cool. Yeah, right. Um, it, it's it's to the point now where the nice lady at the Ross Dress for Less recognizes me. Right. <laughs> and uh and and recognizes that people that look like me are are suddenly in her store every day. <laughs> like I don't I don't know what it's like for like these Ross Dress for Less folks that suddenly a month ago these toy collectors start descending upon their poor stores because like, you know, uh, to give context for uh, um, anyone who's just joining us here, here in the audience, uh, Ross dress for less, this, this, uh, you know, discount outlet type of type of store has been not just ending up with a, um, a lot of allotments of transformers toys as well as other toys too. There's been like a lot of like star Wars and Marvel and, and all kinds of other stuff, but it's not just um, toys at deep discount. It's toys that were rare and valuable and sought after and like retail store exclusives that, you know, are going for like 40 bucks on eBay or like, you know, 50 to 60 bucks at a, at a convention or something like that. Suddenly now people are finding them for, uh, between seven 99 and 16 99, you know, like, like, you know, $55 figures you can now find for 16 99, that, that, that type of thing. Oh, there you go. There's, 
There's a little Megatron there. I just How much like you pay for that little Megatron? $4. He's not, I mean, that's only like, it was $8, I think, to begin with, but he's yeah, yeah. He's just cool. I, I never watched or consumed any G2 media. I just think he's got cool colors. So he's going to, I'm going to take him out of the box and he's going to live on my little shelf above my desk. So. He's a fun ass figure. I uh, I bought him for retail, and um, yeah, he's he's really fun. the The transformation is very easy and fun, and uh, um. But yeah, so yeah, now a lot of folks are are just finding figures that used to be rare and sought after at Ross Dress for Less for seven ninety nine a whack, and it's and it's kind of thrown the collector community kind of on its ear a little bit. Yeah. Um. Because in in how much were those arcs retail? Oh gosh, uh, hundred twenty-five maybe. Yeah, and they're sixty bucks at Ross. <laughs> yeah, maybe two hundred. Yeah, they're they were they were the big ones. Um, yeah, it's a Titan class figure. It's you know it, it's it's the biggest ones they sell. Um, you know for retail. Right, but no, they're they're it, it's been interesting to watch because there have been, I I mean like. Silly toy collector drama is one of my funny, my favorite soap operas, you know. Um, but I've just been enjoying. There's, there's been some cool community that's come out of it too, because a lot of people are. Yes. Well, well, most people I'd say are probably hunting for themselves. There are a lot of people that are hunting for their kids or for their family members. Um, I was looking not super seriously uh, as a as a Christmas gift for my dad, um, but it's not like it's definitely not like a, a make or break thing. I'm not going to be upset if I don't get one of these things um but i have more than anything just become invested in watching everyone else scrambling i mean they're like like yeah. mike said there are people who are at ross every single day mike i think you're probably close to if not every day yeah 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 i uh what and and it wasn't until i saw the uh, it was it was before the group text that that you know we all got roped into but it was like I thought that those first couple waves were like one and done. Right. Um, Cause it's like, I went in one day found like one thing. I was like, okay, cool. I got my one cool find. And then people start f finding other stuff mm -hmm. and other stuff and new stuff. And it, and it just kept coming. Like I, I think Velocitron is over. Right. Um, Cause I, I haven't seen any new Velocitron stuff for, for, a week um i i think that finally ran its course but it seemed like it was endless so it's like well uh the the birian ross is on my way to work um i just uh i i pop off the freeway pop in real quick you know grab grab some uh cheapies for either uh my my friends or myself or actually really what what my Really got me interested. That is such a cool figure. I, I think those uh, those little core class figures present very nicely. Um, but really, what what one of my original motivations was for starting to like voraciously gobble this stuff up was that um, we have uh, you know the holidays are coming, and you know there there's no shortage of toy drives that could be filled up with uh, with discount toys. So yeah. no, absolutely, I'm I'm cool with that, and. My thing is just like, you know, and I, I've discovered a few things um, about myself through and my toy collecting journey through this, uh, this Ross Odyssey is one, what a uh, deal I oh, he died again. made with myself a couple years ago when I started like, you know, seeing deals. Oh, no, 
Am you're, I gone? You're, you're back. You made it. Oh, good. Oh, good. I, I, I was going to say it's uh, um, when I started getting deals on like Amazon or Hasbro Pulse or something like that. It's like if I get like a screaming deal, I'll buy one for me and then buy one for uh, for the toy drive. Mm-hmm. So that that kind of thing that that's that's kind of how kind of how how I do it, but like recently, what I've discovered with this Ross effect, because like my wife kind of not not necessarily confronted me. That's 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 not the right way of putting it. But she's just like she happened to look at the credit card statements and it's like, what is the deal with all these Ross transactions? And and they're all small. It would be like you know. 10 bucks, 12 bucks, 16 bucks, five bucks, 50 bucks. You know, that, that was the day I found a couple scourges, but, um, uh, but anyway, it's like, you know, it, but, but it happened in, um, increasing frequency. It's like Ross, 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 Ross. It's like, what is all this stuff? And I opened up the trunk of my car and I was like, this is what I got going on here. And, <laughs> and it's like, well, is this stuff all for you? No, very little of it. Is it for me that like this, uh, this green truck guy with the screamy face, I'm keeping one of those, uh, this, uh, this, uh, um, th- this black truck, evil Optimus prime. That's not nemesis prime. That's not toxitron. Yeah. I'm keeping one of those, but outside of that, Everything else is either for the toy drive or for my friends. Um, because like, you know, we, we've got folks that don't have Ross near them. And I, I've, you know, I've been, I've been kind of doing some, you know, kind of like a uh, white hat uh, toy hunting. Like, you know, uh, our, our, our buddy vice grip was on the, on the lookout for some bot bots. And, you know, yeah, I, no, I was I like, that. I got them. I saw that. Yeah. And uh, Oh, very, very cool. Um, and so, and, and that, that's been elusive to them. So, so I was able to, um, uh, hook them up and, but anyway, so like, I kind of have like this come to Jesus moment with my wife where it crystallizes as I'm talking to her, I was like, you know, I, I almost kind of don't care what I get anymore. I just like the thrill of the hunt. Right. It's because there is. There is a a certain element of excitement of like, ooh, what's it going to be today? Am I am I am I going to find an arc? Am I going to find a, a crasher or um, you know another clampdown so I can do uh, some sideswipe customs for for my Lambro army? Um, <laughs> which incidentally, I did I, I did find two clampdowns. Don't tell nobody. I found two clampdowns and I kept them for myself because um, yeah yeah now I now I've got a custom fodder. Um, <laughs> Well, I I still need I need a pink one and I need a green one. Good to know. Uh, to to kind of round out my uh, my Super Sentai Power Rangers army <laughs> because they made so many sideswipes to where there is there's I, I'm looking over my shoulder. There's a red one. There's a yellow one. There's a white one. There's a blue one. Uh, there's another yellow one. Anyway, there 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 are as many colors of sideswipe as there are Power Rangers, except there isn't a pink one. And there isn't a green one, so there you go. You gotta uh, start writing I get the your fe- letters. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Mom, you do not need to be hitting Ross for my Christmas presents. I was hitting Ross for Christmas presents for other people. Everything I want at Ross, I just buy. So <laughs> I'm all I'm all good on Ross Christmas presents. But thank you very much. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I've got my purple other- line. 
<laughs> yeah, I was going to say, other, otherwise you might end up with uh, some bot bots that you either don't want or already have. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, what are your opinions I, on the Ross Toy Collector uh, <laughs> activities? Um, I think, like, I understand in my heart of hearts that if I had a disposable income, this house would be full of useless plastic toys, which spark joy in me, and I wanted to collect to have because I think nice boxes are nice to have. And bonus if there's a little guy inside. Yes. But also, like, I I, I do like the energy of like, I like from so like I I think like scalping weird and bad but i also like the energy of almost reverse scalping where you're scouting up these locations and getting in early to buy them at reasonable prices to just give them to people to make sure yeah. they don't scout it that's like it's, it's such and that's like weird and annoying that it happens in that way but also neat and i've just been occasionally will tells me <laughs> about the latest toy drama and i'm like cool he's here <laughs> Oh, bit my partner's telling me that our house would not be full of little plastic guys. Which I've got, I've got a lot of little plastic guys. I like my little plastic I've got a lot of little plastic guys on my desk, which I need to get rid of. I've just got so many Jack Skellingtons, because at one point <laughs> I had the Nightmare Before Christmas advent calendar, because uh, my my stepmom is convinced I love the Nightmare Before Christmas way more than I do, because I had an emo phase as a teenager. So, <laughs> so cute. And ever since then, every, every, every year I get Nightmare Before Christmas merchandise. I think I've seen the film twice <laughs> in my lifetime. <laughs> that is super cute. I love that. But, but I, I, I digress. I, I, I like action figures. I think they are cool. I think they are neat. I think it's probably a blessing in disguise that I don't live somewhere which has access to places to get action figures on the cheap i don't think the uk has a ross or ross equivalent from what i can tell good to know because you don't you yes but you have pound town so that's pretty cool we do have we do have pound town i think <laughs> is, is it pound town in evesham we do have a pound store i don't know if it's called pound town specifically that's a good we, question yeah, we, we have we have pound so we have poundland in evesham uh, and Poundland disappointed. What what's really okay? You can tell the UK economy is in shambles. Is because like five ten years ago, Poundland would live up to its name. Everything in that store would be a pound. But now there's there's shit in there that's for like two pounds, and that's weird. That's fucked up. You can't call yourself Poundland and go above the pound. But that's where we're at. Freddo bars are no longer 10p. Poundland is no longer just for one pound. It's we're it's strange times we're living in. Yeah, we've got the the Dollar Tree now has things for dollar. We have a uh, yeah. Yep. They've got like what's the what's the they've got like Dollar Tree Beyond or whatever it's called, where it's like things for five dollars. Because like, like the whole the whole gimmick of like Poundland and Pound Town was that nothing was labelled because everything was a pound. And it would be one of those classic, ha-ha, I'm going to annoy the underpaid retail worker by going, how much is this? But now, like, there's things in there which aren't just a pound anymore, and it just defeats the purpose. Mom, I don't think we have five and below on the West Coast. Or at least not in Washington. Not in this part of Washington. Mike, do you... Where's our nearest five and below at? I, I have never heard of five and below. I'm not even sure what that is. It's it's five dollars and below. I think it's a Midwest thing for the most part. That would be my guess. But they I they do have some fun little Transformers things here and there. But no, we don't have a five and below. 
Yeah, I see a lot of factoring mm-hmm. on like DIY videos and stuff. I think other than like children's toy shops, which will do just like Lego and whatever flavor for month plastic tap is kids are interested in, is a uh, we we've got there's a store in a city nearby me, Worcester, which is like this tiny hole in the wall looking thing, and it's just one of those stores which is incredibly thin and very narrow, and for whatever reason that has a really cool collection of board games, uh, a really cool collection of Lego fidget toys plushies and specifically horror movie action figures like <laughs> like specifically i've seen so many different versions of ellen ripley for 40 pounds in that store they don't seem to stock any other type of action figure other than like b-movie horror or sci-fi horror <laughs> interesting and I, I and also pokemon cards because of course that's the, that's the money maker it's getting kids addicted to gambling early Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was a Magic the Gathering kid. Oh, of course. But I I I I at one point learned the rules of Magic the Gathering. Realized they weren't good. I I don't like card games, which are I guess actually card games. I prefer. I really liked um, Heroes of Might and Magic for card game for digital one because I liked the uh, the the economy for casting spells and cards and stuff. Magic, there's too much. There's too much thought that needs to go into like statistically wait waiting your deck so you don't get constantly mana locked. But I think like I was a weird kid. I had a huge collection of Magic the Gathering cards, and I would play with them almost like action figures, where I'd like I'd lay them out on the floor and I'd make elaborate stories in my head about these cards and the the, the characters with some flavor text and like I'd imagine battles between them and so and I'd lay out all the land and island cards I had to make it look like a bit of a world map. <laughs> but that's also like one of the most bell things I've ever heard. Yeah, I didn't play. <laughs> I didn't play with my action big like. I I play I I think I played with my action figures very much the same way uh, girls would play with Barbies, but with more male socialization. And that, like in my head, all my action figure games was I was making elaborate stories for video games, <laughs> and I would try to keep track in my head how many times I'd played with them. If we were like do a sequel in a video game or a reboot, <laughs> every now and then I would take apart my Bionicle and rebuild them slightly different because this was a new series and they had different looks now. <laughs> okay, so now we can loop back around to Bionicle lore. <laughs> I don't know Bionicle lore. I just know I just know I had a green guy and at one point he No, I didn't lose the arm. At one point I intentionally chose that he has had his arm cut off in a big battle and for a solid year I uh, repurposed the arm for some other Bionicle and I just had him be like a badass one armed green guy warrior. Give it up for hour twelve, you're so right, Kai. Hey, give it up for hour 12. Give it up for hour 12. Kai is also on hour 12. Kai is doing the stream at the same time I am. So Kai is also going for 25 hours. Shout out to Kai. Nice. Alright, well, here we are, an hour and 13 minutes in. Should we do a pod deck card? <laughs> <laughs> Traditional Mike oh. uh, podcast experience. I I love it. I love it. That's uh, th- this is why we do it. Um, all Wait, right. Is this is this who you're trying to introduce me to to get me on the podcast? Well, yes. Uh, sorry, okay. Mike. Uh, this is Bell. Who oh wrote the book yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, I wrote a right. book that Will was telling you about. 
<laughs> Mike does a lot of uh, like featuring creators and like things that they have made mm. on the podcast, and Bell is a creator who has made a thing. So at some, point, I think after just telling you that all my childhood games were just me building elaborate stories for my action figures, me then saying hi, I wrote the book is like the least surprising <laughs> bit of information about me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm inclined to agree. Yeah, no, let's uh um let's chat sometime. We would love to have you on the show and talk about the book and Oh, I would I, love I, to have anxiety awesome. stomach pain for 5 hours before going on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right. So, um let's see. So, so world, why don't you pick a color? And just to just to remind folks at home cuz uh, again my my camera is turned off because bandwidth um, the black deck is the interview deck, aka the existential dread deck. Um, the green deck is the what the heck deck, and the red deck is the would you rather. So pick a color red, green, or black. I gotta go with green. Okay. The always popular what the heck. <laughs> Let's see. Your card reads, what slogan or jingle got stuck in your head forever? Oh. Oh, I've got an easy one for this yeah. now that the holidays are approaching. You go first. It's, uh, I, I, I assume this is, this is probably a global advert. I haven't seen it in years and years. But the classic Coca-Cola Christmas advert, which had the Santa Claus Coca-Cola truck and the jingle for holidays are coming, holidays are coming. Oh, yeah. Except the version that got stuck in my head was just that line repeated with increasing fervor as though it was an unholy chant summoning Santa Claus, but Coca-Cola themed. <laughs> and I don't know the rest of the jingle. I just know the holidays are coming with just increasing amounts of stress and anxiety and hell choir then the trucks came over the hill each one covered in So yeah, that's my answer. Al's <laughs> <laughs> mom says, "I wish I was an Oscar Mayer wiener." But does he know all the words to the Oscar Mayer song? Oh, I wish I were an Oscar Mayer wiener. That, that is, is what, what I truly like to be. Cause if I were an Oscar Mayer wiener, everyone would be in love with me. Um, yeah, I can't think of any jingles right now. That there, there have to have been some. It has to have been oh, some, sure. right? I can't remember the last time I like watched TV. Is what there... is the name for that phenomena? But there, there has to be a name for it, right? Where like you know you have an answer to a question, but as soon as you're asked, it evacuates right. your mind. Um, shoot. Well, especially twelve hours into a uh, a live stream <laughs> as well. Mm. Empire. What does that mean, Flusk? Oh, that's the uh, 800-888-2300 Empire today it's selling carpet. 800-588-2300 Empire today. 
Uh, it's on carpet. They rolled the carpet. Yeah, that, oh, that is that, that one is that pretty. Unlocks, uh, right, I've just thought of another one, an incredibly British one. I don't think anyone else here will appreciate it. But there's an insurance company called Hastings Insurance, and the jingle was oh eight hundred double o ten sixty six because the Battle of Hastings was ten sixty six, and that's their phone number. Still looking for cheaper car insurance? Haven't you heard? Hastings Direct has been named as the cheapest car insurance provider for two thousand and five. Oh eight hundred double o ten sixty six. Four out of five people could save on their car insurance by calling Hastings Direct. Why not see how much you could save? Don't pay too much for your insurance. Call Hastings Direct now. 0800 00 1066. I've never had to use their services, but I do will always remember their phone number. <laughs> there was a hyper-local, um, I think it was a car dealership. Uh, and when I lived in Indiana in the Midwest, um, and they they would start the commercials with "It's hot, Don," and it was like Don's dealership or something like that. Fifty-four new Silverados, fifty-four dollars over invoice. Don Moore Chevrolet, the tri-state's hot spot to stop and shop. Say that three times really fast. It's hot, Don. Or you could say that again. It's hot, Don. We have fifty-four new Silverados, all fifty-four dollars over invoice, and fifty-four days until your first payment at Don Moore on fifty-four across from Walmart in Owensboro. Hot deals twenty-four-seven. MoreDeals.com. And so now, like, I'll just be, like, talking about the weather or something, and I'll say, it's hot, Don. And no one <laughs> knows what I'm talking about. My Like, my parents, maybe, but they I, I get hit with the, like, you shouldn't remember that. Like, you're not, <laughs> you're, you're not old enough that you should be remembering that. Um but like my, you know, like my little siblings don't get it. They don't, they don't remember it. Uh, I think, I think it, it's not so much that I heard it on like the radio or whatever, as much as it is I heard like my parents and my grandparents saying it. Cause oh, uh, Kristen, Christian's here. He says call JG Wentworth eight seven seven cash now. Yeah. But uh, uh, so yeah, so so looping back around to the 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 jingles, I I got I I got one that is that is a right banger in terms of like um you know, perpetual earworms. Um, uh, anybody in the chat familiar with the uh, Cars for Kids commercials? Oh, you know, one eight seven seven cars for kids. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. So that's uh that 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 was the that was the one that was stuck in my head uh um forever, steered in there like a like a delicious steak. Um, all right, we we move on. Um, uh, Bell, why don't you go ahead and pick a color, either black, green, or red? Let's go with green again. I like green. Back to the popular what the heck deck. I love right, it. Can I make all a right. request? Please. When when you, we were on your 400th anniversary stream, when you read a what the heck deck question, you'd go, what the heck? And I'd, I'd very much like it if you did that again. <laughs> you know what? I totally forgot about that. That's right. And that and that was a that was a late adoption to that as well. And that's that's you know what? 
I, I don't know if we even need the other two decks because I mean, there's 50 <laughs> questions in the what the heck deck. So, mm. but, um, so, uh, anyway, okay. All right. So here we go. If peanut butter wasn't called peanut butter, what would it be called? What the heck? Thank you, Mike. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> Nut spread. It- I was going to say <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, well, now I have to come up with another one. I think we've solved mm-hmm. it. Nut spread, nut spread was the one I was going to say too. So That's, it's yeah. messed up that you also said that, Bell. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I don't even like peanut butter, so. Same! Uh, I don't know. I'm... <laughs> Christian is now following. Thank you, Christian. Welcome to the stream. Uh, Flusk says crunchy cream, which is arguably worse. Mm. Yeah, that. Oh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're going the. I, I was going to say something to the effect of like nut paste. Not that's <laughs> that's that's no better. Yeah. Oh man! What I mean, you could go with peanut paste. No, you can, I don't think you can use the words peanut or butter in your answer. I think. Okay. I think that's, that's the rule. right. Right. Another peanut word. paste is kind of catchy though, even if it's bad. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I already feel like the name peanut butter. That's already bad for me. That's already not good. Yeah. No. Peanut butter needs to rebrand. Let's get on this. Yes. You know about rebrand, reinvent. Let's do less peanuts and something else entirely. <laughs> if instead of peanut butter, we had just like beans. What? What? what, what <laughs> no. <laughs> it's worse somehow. Yeah, I don't like beans either, but we're just sticking with things that we don't yeah, like. Yeah, why do you suggest beans? <laughs> Couldn't think of anything else. I was going to suggest something I do like. I was like, how about instead of peanut, it's just chocolate? It's just chocolate spread. Yeah. No, oh yeah. Or or you go like a like a Nutella type of thing where it's just like you know hazelnut instead of peanut butter. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Nutella either. But think about nuts. I can always detect them and I never enjoy them. Hmm. Got it. What was the hmm, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. What the heck? All right. So we 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 go again. It's back to whirl. Pick a color, please. Oh, I gotta stick with green. Of course. What <laughs> the heck? Well, this is certainly a question to ask amongst friends. Oh, can you do any tr- can you can you do any tricks with your tongue? What the heck? I can do the I can curl I can curl my tongue. Ooh. Is that what there we're talking There are other about? tricks other I I think so. Yeah, cuz like I I could do kind of like the the Oh yeah, I can still do that. I, I actually had to check. I haven't tried <laughs> to do the thing where like the sides kind of like fold in and um but I I don't know what other kind of tricks folks would do. I don't I don't I know. I know there's the cherry stem thing um and then the four leaf clover thing. Is it is the cherry um, stem thing real or or has it always just been a sleight of hand trick? I don't know. Um I can I can imagine that being real, but this is where I get to bring up my fun little ENT story. Bell, I think I told you this one. Um, so I had I, I somehow I've already mentioned this once in the stream, um, but I did have a, a a host of nasal issues that I am now dealing with again, which is super fun. Um, but as a result, I ended up at an ENT, um, and he was you know doing an exam, and I, I he said, "Do you have any questions?" And I said, "Well, I have um, this concern. I've got." Uh, like a hole in the roof of my mouth that I can feel with my tongue. And he was like, what? I Show me. And so I showed him and I, you know, I bent my tongue back and I said, I can feel it like right here. 
and so he, you know, he shone a flashlight in my mouth and he watched me do this and he was like, that's like the passage that goes up to your nose. You shouldn't be able to reach that with your tongue. Can I take a picture so I can show my ENT Snapchat group this? <laughs> I've never heard this and that's insane cool. <laughs> and he was so this ENT sitting there telling me he's like you've got a really cool tongue and I was like thanks man like I've just come out from like a like a stroke scare like that's that's why I'm here and this dude's telling me I've got a cool tongue and I'm like I think okay. there's like <laughs> such a specific vibe to like not quite compliments but like Something about, like, having your body diagnosed as funky and cool in a strange <laughs> way, you know? Like, you, you have, like, medically diagnosed cool tongue. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's a, a cool trick I can do with my tongue, but it's not anything I can show you unless you're putting a flashlight in there and you know intricately, in, in, intricately how ET things work. <laughs> but that was, a. Uh, I guess I can do that. Does that count? I think that counts. Sure. Yeah, I I think it certainly does. You you're gonna end up in a uh, medical journal one day. You're gonna be medical journal famous. Oh, fantastic! Mm. Cool Just tongue. What I've always wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You you know you you've probably been mentioned by that doctor so many times. Like, how many times do you think that doctor's gonna like? Yeah, I know. I I met this one patient who could touch their nostril from the inside of their mouth with their tongue. Like, <laughs> I need to be very clear. It wasn't my nostril. I wasn't going all the way. I'm not, well, I'm well, like, well, well, like that passageway, you know? No, it's the thing that lets you breathe through your nose, you know? Mm. But... Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm not a medical doctor. I don't know these things. What kind of doctor are you? <laughs> um, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> There you go. There you go. Plus, as you could choke on your own tongue, um, I think most people can do that. They just don't want to. Hope this doesn't come back to bite you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what the heck? All right, well let uh, let us continue then. Um, uh, Bell, go ahead and choose a color, please. I will. I will stick with green for now. We're not very creative, Mike. Right. I'm sorry. That's I, do, I right. just I, mean, I prefer open-ended questions as a as opposed to would you rather's. And I don't want to yeah, confront my yeah. existence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Back for the next couple rounds, I'll ju I'm just going to stick with the what the heck deck uh for now. Um <laughs> and if we want to change it up, let me know. Okay. All right. So, uh what the heck? Have you ever been arrested? If so, for what? Question mark. What the heck? No, I'm not. I'm very boring. No, yeah, I, I'm a little boring. I once got told off by a farmer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard this story. I don't think that, that doesn't count as being arrested. But I think that's like the closest brush with the law I've had in that regards. Yeah, I've been pulled over a couple times, but that's it. I don't drive, so I've yeah. never been pulled over. What about you, Mike? That... How many times have you been arrested? I, I have never been arrested. Um, when I was a, a teenager, I drove a very large vehicle. I drove a 77 Monte Carlo, and I like to drive faster than I should have, and I got pulled over by the Linwood police a lot. Um, but uh, rarely, rarely cited, 
you know, every once in a while I got a speeding ticket, but not often. Uh, but yeah, never arrested. Nothing, nothing exciting. I, I've, I've spent zero time in lock, uh, lock up, uh, very boring. Um, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, not, not exciting on that one, unfortunately. <laughs> hey, hey, well, Beardy is now awake. Shall we pull Beardy in? We just got a $75 donation from my mother-in-law. Whoa! uh, uh, My father... My stepfather-in-law? Father-in-law? What's the title for that? Anyways, um, but Mom and Kenny. Thank you, Mom and Kenny, for $75. That puts us at 976 out of 1,500. Greatly appreciate it. Um, Father-in-law. Perfect. Um, But let me me add Beardy real quick. Yeah, yeah. Greetings. Greetings. Hello. I, I I don't know who you are, but you sound very attractive. Do you want to go on a date later? Ooh, sure. I think we are like very very close to each other as well. Nice. That's how you pull, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, Beardy, do you have the the context of the card decks and what we're doing? No. Okay. Uh. I'm Even better. Delightful. There's three de- decks. One is black, and that's interview questions, and that gets existential very fast. There's green, which is open-ended, what-the-heck, random questions. And then there's red, which is would-you-rather. But we've been mostly pulling from the green deck, because they've been fun. This is okay. working. Why don't we pull from the deck again? I love that. Let's do that. All right. So, uh, from the uh, what-the-heck deck, um, have you ever licked a battery? Have you ever licked a battery? What the heck? I was a weird kid, so probably. I definitely did. Th- those are the nine volt batteries with like the two posts on there. Yeah, you definitely oh, yeah. getting out of that. And but like, and I remember being disappointed that like it didn't work on like standard batteries like C's or D's or double anything like that it was only the nine volts but yeah oh yeah i i tried all of them i i've got i think i've got a good follow-up to that question who here has licked a nintendo switch cartridge specifically <laughs> after they told us not to because it would taste bad bell have you done that no what no hmm? <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i have I... I think i trusted people on yeah, that one i've uh i've, I've definitely like did the, the thing with like the, the the nine volt battery where you get the prongs and you stick them on your tongue to get a little shock. Uh, and I've also does that work? You get a little tr- shock. Yeah. Do we have one? Oh yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've also accidentally leaked battery acid. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was younger and um, sort of there's this this battery that was like it's it's it, like it wasn't some kind of toy. I got sure what the toy was. And it's, it, it was like he's sitting there for a long time, long enough for the battery to kind of like swell up and leak acid. And being a kid, I didn't know what it was. So I kind of like touched it and I kind of licked my finger. Don't ask oh. me why. And my tongue was very stingy and tingly for a long time after that. How long is a long time? Are we talking hours or days? So it was really like, it, it was really painful for like hours and like that tingly feeling stayed for like days. Oh. And this was last week? No, this was when I was like a child. Okay, like not a, not a young like I was like like or like ten or older. I got to remember exactly okay. how old I was. Like I was more than ten. What toy was it? I can't remember. It was like I don't know. 
it was a, a battery powered toy. Mm. Well, and with the uh, uh, the battery acid story, I I'm surprised that there wasn't some kind of advert or public service announcement or or some kind of commercial to to scare kids away from licking batteries because like I've uh, I I've gone on a, a YouTube rap of old uh, UK like. Uh, public service announcement advert things like you know stay away from the power lines because you'll get exe- uh, electrocuted and those are those are bone chilling like i don't yeah um, I, I don't know if anybody's got childhood trauma associated with those like i've got a um i, I got a buddy in uk that like was like uh oh yeah we we were raised and we we learned to live in fear it's like stay away from you know don't don't go near like the the swamp water or like don't play in traffic and and um those types of of tv messages here in the u.s are you know very uh safe and sanitized but like uh the the uk versions of them genuinely terrifying people uh you know kids getting murdered by power lines on the regular it's a it's intense stuff go on get it we're not supposed to go in there oh go on there's a gap down there a gang of kids broken yesterday i saw them pass me that bit of wood a 66,000 volt shock killed a boy today when he broke into a substation. The electricity board warns children to keep away from substations. Never try to get toys back yourself, otherwise you may not live to play with them again. Uh, Kai just DM'd me, I'm dying. So I think that's, uh, I think Kai's stream is going well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where are I remember being like terrified of quicksand as a kid. Like, it, it, it seemed like a big thing mm. where, like, the like all the like all media was like, you know, quicksand will kill you fast. You know, if like you, you gotta you gotta get out of there fast. If you, it's just like you know, there's so much so, so much quicksand in media and stuff. And I remember being like, yeah. my god, like I, I I need to know what to do if I ever get in quicksand. Like, yeah, we were taught a bizarre. I've of... never encountered quicksand in my entire life. <laughs> right. I was never terrified of quicksand. I was ready for quicksand. Quicksand was terrified of me. <laughs> well, I was going to say, we were like, I don't know why, but I feel like at some point in our generation, we were like bizarrely prepared to encounter quicksand. <laughs> I remember yeah. being taught how to survive quicksand. Like, you don't want to yeah. move around too much. You're, you're just like, and flat. Yeah. Why did they feel like this is information we needed to have? Was there like a period of time where, like, where the, uh, the generation above us thought quicksand was an issue we'd be encountering? <laughs> what future did they imagine for us? There you go. Yeah, like it's just everywhere. Like you're, you're walking to the market or so. Oh no, quicksand right there in the parking lot. Kai, yeah. are you with a group right now, or would you also like to pop in for Poddex? We're just gonna, Mike. I'm just gonna keep adding people to this call as we go. That's fine. <laughs> By the end, it's like 50 people all answering in unison. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pog deaths. No, <laughs> pod decks. So it's like it's, it's just. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a uh, it's cards with like questions on them. So we've been doing like uh, the green ones are like funny, like what the like weird questions. Red is would you rather, and then black is they're just called interview questions, but they all get like weirdly existential. Um, yeah. Margie just picked a red one, so we'll do that one as our example. Does that work? Sound, sounds great. All right. 
Uh, would you rather accidentally laugh loudly at a funeral or fart while giving a speech at a wedding? Funeral. So it's an either 100%. or. You... Yeah. Oh, yeah, funeral. funeral one single way. Was it laugh at a funeral is what you said? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I did that once, but I was a kid, so it was fine. I, I, I feel like <laughs> the wedding one is just, like, universally embarrassing. The funeral one, people grieve in different ways, man. I'm not laughing, I'm sobbing. Don't look at me like that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't judge my process, man. Jeez. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I, I'm inclined to agree with all those. I, uh... Um, cause yeah, you know, depending upon the tone of the funeral, you know, it's like, you know, generally like stories get shared and inevitably, uh, laughs come out. Yeah. I would, I would much rather that than, a than a unintentional mm. squeaker at an inopportune time. <laughs> yeah. So real quick, uh, because we've just added someone new, I'm going to real quick go around and yeah. do introductions. Uh, Kai, your webcam is not going to work because you are using it in OBS. Um, but, okay. uh, so I'm here, I'm Whirl, uh, everyone in the call knows me, if you're in Kai's chat, hi, I'm Whirl, um, Kai is here, Kai is the rotating camera right now at the moment, um, Kai is also streaming for Extra Life, Kai, ugh, I just got another ad break, well, okay, I'll do it again in a minute, but Kai, Kai is also streaming for Extra Life, uh, Kai's goal is, I believe, $500, so pop over to Kai's, Kai's stream, say hello, uh, maybe maybe toss some donations that way. Uh, Beardy nice. is here. Beardy is uh, Belle's partner, which is how I met Beardy. Uh, but Beardy uh, is named because Beardy likes beards a lot and bearded characters a lot. Um, Beardy is also a, a chef by trade and is now a chef recruiter. Uh, Beardy, I don't actually know what your title is. I know what you do, but I don't... <laughs> I do everything. Recruit yeah. <laughs> right. chef. I uh, handle chefs. I think, I think Beardy is the office fixer. It's one of those types. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bell is a, an author uh, who I met through Overwatch. Um, Bell has done many cool things. That's a surreal description. Oh, hi. Look at your background. That's fancy. Can we move my. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. How'd you manage that? How come you get away? I don't know. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> um, I still can't see you. Yeah, I, my camera's only showing up on OBS right now. It, Discord won't won't grab it. Um, oh. And then uh, Mike is uh, one of my Transformers friends locally. Uh, he is a podcast host and a, a... Mike is radio DJ, is that... Do I call you something else or is radio DJ apt? Um, I, I work at a radio station i'm a I, i'm a show producer i um, i don't i don't actually play i don't actually play music so okay. i i'm technically not a dj in the in the traditional sense Mike is like a radio uh, <laughs> people who have seen yeah so if, so if people have seen uh frazier you know like a, ask your parents ask your grandparents i'm uh oh, I'm, yeah, i've I'm seen frazier i've seen so much frazier <laughs> yeah yeah i i'm Roz basically that that's that's my day job i'm a i'm a radio producer Nice. Um, so Mike, really messy back here. <laughs> Mike has come to uh, to keep me awake uh, and and use his cool pod decks. So I will I will oh, sure. let let Mike take over again. All right. So um, let's uh, let's go back to the let's go back to the what the heck deck. We'll do that. We'll do that for uh, for a couple rounds here. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Okay. So from the, what the heck deck, 
How fast can you say the alphabet? How fast can you say the alphabet? What the heck? <laughs> so, Cut your new Let me see. Um, first. Can I say it backwards? Yeah. Yeah, you want to flex on us, sure. Type flexing on us straight away. C-Y-X-B-B-T-S-H-B-O-N-M-L-K-J-H-E-F-E-D-C-B-A. Dang, okay. That is uh, barely three seconds. Oh my god, you need that yeah. same infuriating little thing that Bell does. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Look, sometimes you just have to go... Little little, like, that little shrug, that little like... Let me do. Let me do. Let me do. I don't know how fast I can say the I, I think I'm scared to try. I, I think that's the answer, right? Yeah, that that wins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like it's no I contest here. Wrong. <laughs> yeah. Mic drop. Uh, can well, leave. That's how like, uh, can you do it in French? <laughs> I love when I can um flex my random ass skills. <laughs> I taught myself the ZYXs when I was like in kindergarten because I was tired and bored of them teaching the ABCs when I had already learned and it. Just in case this question came up, like you as a in kindergarten, like one day I might be answering podcast questions. I don't know what that is yet. But I might be answering them. I no, was prepared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Well, yeah. I think that. I don't know how much better we can get than that. I think we're good. <laughs> ah, I th- I think so. All right. I could probably so... do it fast if I could skip some letters. <laughs> A B Z. Yeah. So there's. You could just you know. It was in there. You just you know yeah. so quick you can't hear it. Yeah. Exactly. So quick. So I hit that right, frequency. So what... Only Margie could hear it. Good. All right. So we continue with the what the heck deck, and um, so I'm just gonna go till I run out, (laughs) I guess, Um, or unless we want to do other ones at some other point. But let's go. uh, Let's see. What strange thing would you like to happen at your funeral to make people laugh? What the heck? Keeping in mind, this is from a completely different deck than the uh, would you rather laugh at a funeral or fart at a wedding. So mm. um, anyway, so what the heck? Uh, what strange thing would you like to happen at your funeral to make people laugh? Uh, well, yeah, somebody could crack a fart. There you go. I'm thinking what the heck? the post that was like at my funeral. I want them to tie my corpse to like one of those fans on the ceiling so that it just flies around in a circle. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like just, like, play my YouTube videos on loop at my wedding. They won't be relevant anymore. The jokes won't be funny anymore. But, like, they'll be right. like, yeah, that's just how world was. Okay. Thanks for coming. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's a good one. I, I don't know. What are your thoughts, Beardy? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm thinking, like, either probably, like, I'd have, like, a, a, a playlist ready for such an occasion where... There's like a bunch of like songs that I liked in life, you know, and then just like some random, like really random ones in there, just like mm. to get like a catch people out to the really? like that's that's nice. I've got kind of a morbid story to share oh, in boy. regards to funeral playlists. Funeral playlists. <laughs> I I, I got, in regards to laughing at a funeral and funeral playlists, and it's about my mom's funeral. Mm. Oh, so this Which is a good time for me to put the Winston soundboard tweet in the chat. <laughs> But what what it was is there's a specific track my mom really liked. In fact, me and my brother decided that's what 
we can have uh, them carry the coffin back outside the church too for them to go get cremated and there's a slight discussion that this was this was a pretty hardcore trance song but like the opening was re- it was like really quite beautiful. I think it's called Children Children yeah yeah the opening was like really quite beautiful and nice and mum really liked it but at a certain point there's just a real hard drop and it goes into like full EDM dance and it's like it's fine it's a long song we won't get that far but for whatever reason they started playing it but nobody was moving and they weren't carrying the coffin out yet and I was like any second now this is gonna drop and this church is gonna turn into a rave and they were actually waiting for the drop yeah. Start, start yeah, they were waiting. No. I think they were waiting for the drop. So it's like, oh god, they need to be moving. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'd make one of those pre-recorded videos that starts off with like, if you're watching this, then I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and maybe like a 30 second long fart. Who knows? <laughs> Just like reading off someone else's stand-up routine and then like demanding yeah. that they play it at your at your funeral as your last wish. You know? Right. <laughs> That's the other one is, I've, I've talked about this with uh, my friend Kelsey. Me and Kelsey are really close. We've known each other since, since like middle school and high school. But like our friend group has zero crossover. But we but we're like proper best friends. So it's like for for us, there's always this very amusing feeling that either one of our funerals, like one of us is gonna like 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 if it was like Kelsey's funeral, I'm gonna want to say something, and all her friends are gonna be like, "Who the fuck is that?" <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and and vice versa. We have no crossover. We're not int- not that interested in meeting each other's friends because we know we come from like completely different circles. And I, I think that's a good energy. I, get you. I think we both sort of like itching at this yeah, promise of like if whoever dies first the other one has to like be at the funeral all in black standing mysteriously at the back big shades on <laughs> i need to i need to interrupt because Fluss just donated 25 dollars for a tattoo at a margie treat um which i believe means Ooh. we have passed a thousand dollars um oh hell yeah which uh hold on let me let me double check and make sure that we have passed a thousand dollars and i'll do my tattoo and the margie treat first Thousand and one, baby. Uh, one th- <laughs> Thank you, beauty. Um, so real quick, uh, the one thousand dollar milestone was that we get to take a nap. Um, let me check real quick because I think we. Oh boy, another nap. I think we added something else on there as well. Hold on. Uh, one thousand dollars. The gang gets to take a celebration nap. There was something else we said we'd do at a thousand dollars, but I don't remember what it was. Does anyone? I was going to eat cereal while you guys napped, I think it was. Uh, I'm already eating a donut. Oh, Bell cereal hour. Yeah. Well, mm. we can... It might be Bell's donut and Coca-Cola hour. So what I'm thinking is we wait until Mike is ready to go to bed, and then we take a nap. And I will I will do like a 20-minute like a nap. But first, I need to give Margie a treat. Yep. She, she didn't even stand up. There she is. There she also. Is. Let's give Margie a treat. Oh, you're a good girl. And uh, other uh, point of order, I think I could do about another hour. I think take take us to the time change. Nice. That kind of thing. We'll, um, we'll get to live one we'll go from there and then. Again. 
Elliot. Exactly. Exactly. I, I think I think that looking at my my stack of questions, I've probably got about just about enough. So we'll be good there. All right. So we continue with the always popular what the heck deck. What set of items could you buy that would make the cashier the most uncomfortable? What set of items could you buy that would make the cashier the most uncomfortable? Um, I guess I'll start with this one in that, like, I we talked about the Ross Dress for Less. I'm buying a bunch of Transformers toys from the, from the outlet discount store. Um, very silly. I did have somebody ask me if, they, if these uh, toys were for children, and then I bashfully looked down and rubbed my toe in the, on the floor, and I was like, some of them? <laughs> and then, actually, th- this was actually kind of funny. I was not expecting this because I, I literally just said some of them because I did have some stuff that was for me some stuff for the toy drive and stuff uh some stuff that i had found for friends this lady asked me which is which and i'm like well this 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 uh um this green truck guy with the screamy face i'm keeping him for myself this white car man i have uh i have giving that to a friend and then all of these other gi joes delightful i love it and then every everything else was um uh, for the toy drive and and the the nice cashier was very nonplussed with uh with that answer with uh with that response but um yeah yeah that was a that was that was a interesting very recent uh cashier experience so again the question for the group what set of items could you buy that would make the cashier the most uncomfortable i have a um a, a true story it was my it was my theater teacher and she was needing to get some supplies for the upcoming play and what we would do is we'd keep the like microphone like that was quartered to a battery pack in order to keep the battery pack like not wet she would put them in lubeless condoms (laughs) um and so she went to the store and she's like she was she retired in my senior year. She was getting there in age. Uh, lubeless condoms, band-aids, and lipstick. That's one, for sure. Um, nice one. Yeah, I'll go... Uh, yeah. That's, like, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike, Mike has put in the chat, hour three, 13, baby, which is... Uh, that means we're well over... Well, not well over, but we're past the halfway mark now. Because uh, 12 and a half yeah. hours was the halfway mark. Um, but mine, I'm going to, I'm going to stick in the Ross section. Um, but instead of going <laughs> for like toys or things like that, uh, I'm just going to buy everything in the impulse buy section that leads up to the checkout counters. Um, because it's all like weird, like snacks that are probably expired. Right. So there's like, and foreign. Yeah. But there's like, um, I mean, you, you've got your regular, like there's bean boozled, right? Um, which is like the jelly beans that can be either like a really gross flavor or like a normal flavor. Um, there's like gift bundles of like cookies and stuff, but they're like out of season because it's Ross. So if you just bought like <laughs> all the snacks and like like weird drinks and everything and like one big purchase, and they'd be like, "What's this for?" And it's just like hungry, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm, I'm just getting a snack real quick, and it's just like 13 tons of food that is probably expired. Quick, quick snack. Quick snack. I think I've got one along, similarly along those lines, and I've, I've gone for uncomfortable as a, as sort of like an irritant. I'm 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 making them discomforted in their job. This is a hypothetical, but there's uh, there's a shop in our town called the One Stop, and it's it's one of those tiny convenience stores. You go there to buy one or two items, or a scratch card, or a pack of cigarettes. But I think for what I could do to make them the most uncomfortable is do a full monthly shop entirely from the One Stop, because technically there's no limit as to how many items I can buy from this store. They haven't said fifteen items or less here. So I would fill like two, three, four baskets full of like laundry detergent, food, bread, eggs, everything. And they would know, they, they, they can't turn me away. I'm a customer, but they know there's not enough room to put this all on the checkout. There's going to be a huge line forming in this shop, which does not have space for more than two people queuing up. I've chosen a weekend to do this. I've chosen Saturday evening when everyone's coming through, either getting a bottle of Coke or cigarettes or something. And I think I could definitely ruin someone's entire shift doing that. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you'd be on so like you'd be on a what like you'd be featured on a WhatsApp group somewhere, being like, yeah. "Oh my god, we've got the worst customer who just came in." <laughs> yeah, just a full weekly shop at a location which doesn't expect you to buy more than five things at once. Either that or I buy one of each scratch card and I make them wait while I scratch them all off in front of them. (laughs) It's like, you sit here and you watch. (laughs) Anything good? No. But you're just going to keep watching. It's like, oh, you're even going to scratch all the squares even though you already know you lost the game. Terrific. Mm -hmm. Bonus points if they don't like the texture of scratch cards. But they still have to... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because that that residue like on on that stuff is gross. <laughs> I hate. It. I don't like. I don't like doing scratchers for for that very reason. Like that, it's a it's a weird texture thing. Did, did you have one, Beardy? Yeah, I, I've got one. So I'm um I, I'm someone who likes to be prepared. Uh, so I always got like a little sort of like emergency first aid kit kind of thing in my bag. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to keep it topped up. Um, and at some point I ran out of um, I can't remember what it was. I think it was a hand sanitizer and also some uh, gloves some latex gloves um and i also needed some lube uh for not for the reason you would need lube. <laughs> um it was just like for some kind of like mechanical component and everything so i was like well i'll just get some lube from like the, the like you know the, the drugstore so uh went there um and so i came to check out with a box of uh, latex gloves a big bottle of lube and some uh safety pins Oh. And uh, I could, I could, I could, I could see, I could see the the, the, the puzzlements in the, the cashier's face as she kind of rang my items in. <laughs> and that's when you say, "Gotta be ready for anything," and wink at them. Yeah. <laughs> Go. <laughs> and there's some hand awesome. sanitizer in there as well. We had a, good, a little bottle of it. Wide variety of answers for that one. <laughs> Love it. All right. Well, let uh, let us continue then. We we got some good momentum going here. Oh, oh, this this is perfect for this uh th- this time of night. Uh, from the Pyrex, what the heck deck is cereal soup? Why oh or why God. not? Oh, we did this last year. It, 
It's not. It doesn't have salt. It doesn't have protein. What kind? The of? ocean, on the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Soup, soup needs need to, to be savory, right? Okay, so we have yeah. soup needs to have protein. We have a chef in the chat, so we can yeah, we can we can have someone be the arbiter of this. If if being you would it. take the weight upon their shoulders. Someone in chat. If you can't right. safely put an onion in it, it's not soup. <laughs> so in chat, yeah, what if you have cereal a... can have salt and protein? Okay, yeah, go eat probably... your go eat your meat milk. All right, tell me how it tell me how it tastes. <laughs> meat milk. Isn't that, Isn't that what a chowder is basically? A shadow. Chowder. Chowder. Oh, I think you said, is that what shadow is? And I was like, are you talking about, <laughs> yeah, like, the shadows shadow. that are coming off of us? Or are you talking about, like, shadow the hedgehog? They said vector cereal is yummy. What is vector cereal? What is vector cereal? So what's the what's the consensus, then? Is cereal soup? No. I don't think it is, no. no. Soup, I think soup, essentially, like, soup has to be kind of, like, cooked and simmered for a long time, right? To, like, extract the flavors. And you wouldn't, like, you wouldn't leave you. Your cereal just sits in a bowl for like three hours. <laughs> well, it's like I think I think we can answer what is a soup by like if someone ordered the soup of the day and you gave them cereal, you would be incorrect. <laughs> think, right? Okay. <laughs> if you want cereal to be soup, it's got to get past that like cereal. It's got to be mush in there, right? Like soup can't have. A solid and a liquid soup is like ah, you're you know? wrong there. What's what's a solid and then pure liquid soup? You can have like um, scotch broth or uh, consommé with like some like you know some cubed vegetables in there. I'm sorry, Those I don't soups. understand. Consommé is like a clear like it's a, a consommé <laughs> is the for a chef it's a is the worst kind of soup to make. Cheers, where cheers. basically There's you have to filter like you have to get a. You make a filter at the top of your kind of like butt, and you have to. Okay, kind of but like it can't be like crunchy. You, you, you have vegetables that are like depending on like how long you simmer them, they can be crunchy if you want texture yeah. to your soup. Yeah, but like it can't be like... pure crunch, pure liquid. Like there has to be something else. There's got to be a little bit of chew, right? Not just even flavor. Yeah, yeah like... you can have like various vegetables. Like you, know, like for instance, like you have like a, in a consomme, you'd have your clear broth. And then you have like carrots in there, which have the crunch, and then like I don't know beans or peas or yeah, but the beans you know, and the peas like... are not as crunchy. Those are softer. Yeah, that's softer. But just, like, if it was just they carrots and just, just crunch and liquid, no, that's true. Okay, like, if it was you can just have carrots like... and broth, and you gave that to me, I would, I would be mad. Plus, yeah, but like, like, awesome. like I, I paid twenty dollars like, for this. Solid <laughs> elements, right? Plus, so you, you will have the solid elements, and I'm getting heated. What about croutons <laughs> as well? Croutons are crunchy. <laughs> so, we have uh, croutons in soup. Mysterious dude said pork. I've got like an incredibly boring category for soup that no one's going to enjoy, which is I think soup is the category of food which is just miscellaneous. Not soup. <laughs> I mean, like cer- cereal is just miscellaneous. It's just a miscellaneous breakfast yeah, yeah. item. You, it's not. It's not. It's not a sandwich. It's not a soup. It's not anything. It's miscellaneous. It's etc. They'll say sandwich. It's again. what sandwich? Sandwich. Sandwich. <laughs> my professional opinion is that. Boy, can is you not go to Greg's and get me a sandwich and a bottle of water? Is it, <laughs> does would... that make you happy? Does that spark joy? Yes, thank you. I, I would faster call boba tea soup than cereal. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Isn't boba tea already tea? Flusk wants to know if chili yeah, it's tea. is soup. It's a, 
So I, I, what, what I was saying is, my professional opinion is, chili isn't a soup, it's a stew. Oh, it's a stew. So now are we going to get into stew versus soup? That soup was actually going to be a question I was going to ask. It's like, I keep, it's I like keep confusing soup and cereal in my head. <laughs> it's like, yeah, so w- when does a soup transcend and become stew? Is it the amount of stuff that's in there? Is, that, is it like a certain protein element? It, it, it could be any number of things. Thanks, Stu. Oh, poor sticker. mysterious dude. He's, he's having the, the meme guy panic there. <laughs> poor bastard. I think you can transition into stews when you start, like, yeah, it's like the thickness of it. And it's also the elements that you introduce to it. So, like, if you start introducing meat into your soup, it's quite thick. And, like, you have, like, thickening elements like potatoes or, like, something starchy to thicken it. Then you transition into stew territory. Or it could also be, like, a seafood stew. But, yeah. I think I've got a practical difference that I think might track with people. I think even though there might be like solids in soup, you can always you can you can drink soup and just like chew the solids away. You can't drink stew. You would end up with too many dumplings and meat chunks on you if you try to drink stew straight up. But you I could drink soup. This sucks. <laughs> hmm. you, you've had enough uh, uh, <laughs> slash stew legislation. Yeah, uh, mysterious dude just okay. like clam chowder and nothing else. Mysterious dude has just been like. I also think things. Cereal isn't the milk part. Like you can have dry cereal. It's depressing, but like cereal is the stuff in the box. You add milk to make cereal more edible, right? So like, cereal cereal is a cereal is a snack that you make wet to enjoy. You gotta wet your brows, right? Oh my god. I, need to, I feel like I need to do some research on this now with like the, the whole like soup versus stew and everything. Like, where's the line? Where does it end? What's the difference between Where does it stew end? and chowder? Like, in elementary school, I grabbed the wrong like liquid choice in the morning and I grabbed orange juice and they gave me cereal and I didn't have milk and I just put the orange juice in the cereal and I ate it. It was really, really bad. It was Fruit Loops and orange juice, really bad. Don't try it. Um, but I did that Whoa. once. Oh, good to know. Mysterious dude said, do you wet your spaghetti? I does not recommend. Or do you throw it right in the water? What do you mean, do you wet your spaghetti first? You <laughs> literally you like? cook it in water. What are you talking about? What do you mean, wet your spaghetti first? Like yeah, how? how? <laughs> do you hold it under like, the rinse tap? rinse it off? There's like a fistful of it under the tap, rinse it. <laughs> What does that mean? Oh, they're they're sending me more more emojis. I got in trouble with so Al because delightful. I put my noodles into the water before the water was boiling, and Al was like, "Uh, yeah, you have to wait for it to be boiling. Why? Because otherwise, it doesn't cook consistently. With spaghetti, yeah, it's not gonna cook consistently anyways because half of it's gonna be in the water and half of it's gonna be out of the water for like five. Like, but if your water is boiling, it's gonna like the the part that's in the water is gonna very quickly soften and." Hey, Beardy. I'm sorry. Can you yes. can you deafen me real quick so you don't hear what I'm about to say? Uh oh. Are you are you good? I'm 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 already curious now. Okay, just break them. Just break it like a <laughs> few times. Make them like this they long. Don't have opinions on this, so it's okay. Okay. I'm I just not wanna... Italian. I'm French, so I don't have as strong heated opinions on that. 
I just want to draw attention to what is like, why do you need to boil water before putting spaghetti in? And Beardy goes, because otherwise it will cook unevenly. And Will goes, it cooks unevenly anyway. Like, you're the one who's doing it wrong, right? Like, this is why it cooks unevenly for you. That's what I was thinking. That's the same thing where you told me I had to preheat my oven before I put things in it. Yes! How much it takes longer to cook? And he cooks unevenly. There's another there. There's another there. Hi. I, I, I'm glad we solved for that one because I was like, wait a sec. Who, who's <laughs> cooking spaghetti with half of the noodles sticking out? Because like we, we I, I was like, oh, no, maybe they don't have a large enough pot to uh, to accommodate the spaghetti. And I realized, wait a sec. No, you just snap them in half and then just throw them in there. <laughs> um but I, I do want to go back to the chat here because uh, our best good friend, Mysterious Dude, had a, had a really good follow-up. Um, do you put milk first or cereal first? And I I don't know about y'all, but I, I have never met anybody but that puts milk in first. That just it's, doesn't make any darn sense. It's cereal first because I'm eating a bowl of cereal. I'm not drinking milk. So I put the cereal first to know how much milk I need to make the cereal edible, right? Like, I'm not seasoning my milk with some cereal on top. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not accepting well, the, arguments to this. Exactly. Well, tricky. and then there's there's the whole thing of, like, the, the uh, volume displacement also. Because, like, if you have a bowl full of milk, the, the bowl is full. And you go to pour cereal and it wears the cereal just like pour exactly. in enough and, and hope for it to like soak and then sink into the bowl that matters. Yeah, because cereal has have like surface cereal. She has a water bowl. I want everyone to know that. I'm not mistreating her. <laughs> I also want to point out, going back to is cereal soup discussion, this, the, the, the order of operations here proves that cereal isn't soup because we're taught, we're not like we're talking about cereal as a complete thing before the liquid component is even added, right? Cereal already exists as cereal yeah. before you before you add the liquid part of it. <clears throat> and I, I, I just, I, you know, I, I couldn't, I, I can't let things go. I'm like, you guys wet your cereal before you put it in the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> God, just wet your cereal. That's nasty. <laughs> Just like under the tap, just spritz it with some water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mysterious dude has like a spray bottle of water for the for the spaghetti noodles. Are you enjoying yourself? Are you having a good time? Like, that is going for it. She really is. She's like, yeah, that's that's good water. There's like quality water right there. Apparently, it was supposed to be much better than a bowl water, stuff. And then Al got me the bowl of water, and I've been using that, and the bottle of water has just been sitting there. So I guess it's good for not. I swear to God, she has a water bowl. I'm not. I'm not cool. She's acting like she's like just dehydrated. Yeah, she uh, like it's the better. oasis. Good <laughs> God. Okay. Do we want to do another card, or are we are we going to keep debating cereal and soup and stew? Here's with another card. I think we've. I think that. Yeah, I, 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 I think, that, well, I think it's dry. time to move on. I think it's time to move on. Okay. So this what's equally provocative. Um, for some, uh, okay. So from the pod decks, what the heck deck toilet paper over or under question mark. Over. What the heck? Over. Over. 
Yeah. I'm agnostic, we'll it however it comes. I just slap it on there, and whichever orientation is, your orientation where it is. Mysterious dude says depends. What does that mean? Explain like, what? yourself, mysterious dude. <laughs> if it that goes under, out. sometimes I'll sit there, like if you ever, you go to the bathroom in the dark, alright? It's in the middle of the night. You don't want to turn the lights. That'll hurt your eyes. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting here like, trying to get it. And I'm like, where is it? Yeah, and it's always under. I puzzle when I'm trying to get toilet paper. I just want to pull off my toilet paper and be done. If it's in a stall publicly, under is better. If it's at home, over. But if, if you want to clean your butt, solve this puzzle. Either way, the if it's under, it's going to be like, you have more chance of it touching the wall, which is grosser. Yeah. I would not prefer that. Yeah. Kai, what, what's 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 up? Sorry, I got a $75 donation. Oh, sweet! Let's Ooh. go! Oh, hell oh, yeah. yeah! Quickly. <laughs> yeah! What do you have Thank to do for you. $75, Kai? I don't know, I'm checking Let's it now. Go. It's easier to pull from the roll if it's under quickly, so you can escape the publish. What? How? Like if it's under, if you pull on it, it's just gonna like un like unspool the whole thing. Like it's just gonna like keep going. Yeah. Don't get the leverage. Ah, <laughs> uh, over. I think we're all in consensus. The over. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think we have consensus. All right. Let's uh let's move on to. She's still going. Uh, still see. drinking. Yeah. <laughs> still going. She loves it. That, I guess I'm just gonna that is a water bowl. baby right yeah. there. All right. What? Okay, th this is truly a this is truly a what the heck. Uh, how many chickens would it take kill an elephant? Say that again. How many what? chickens? How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? If you place it right, one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, how yeah. Much, how much prep time does the chicken have? <laughs> <laughs> the chicken's not Do you wet your chicken before you give it to the elephant? <laughs> yeah. Is it no hold spot kind of thing or restrictions? I oh is like. See, I would have serious doubts that a chicken's beak could pierce an elephant's skin. So it becomes the question of certainly what what volume of chickens is required to drown an elephant. Or like the um, the bees and wasps thing. How many chickens does it take to overheat an elephant? Yeah, like yeah. how many? Oh what? God. How many chickens do you need to have to generate enough pressure to crowd crush an elephant? Mysterious. <laughs> Elephants are one of the most deadliest and armored animals mm. in the savannah. They're pretty OP. I watched a tearless video over it. I love tearless. Shout out tearless. Can we put this in one of those like simulators where it makes them fight? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, okay, here's my thing, right? You get the elephant near a cliff, and you and you have the chicken in a bush, and it's like a little piston, you know, like redstone, like Minecraft. It pushes <laughs> it out right at the moment when the elephant's stepping on it. The chicken does die. Uh, the elephant steps on it and like slips, and they fall off the cliff and die. You know, place it right. Yeah. Uh, mysterious dude wants to know if Skyrim is an accurate simulator. Uh, Skyrim doesn't have elephants. I think it's just got mammoths, right? Yeah, those are different. Yeah, that's, that's a whole different ballpark. Mm, yeah. Can't even... I'd take right. way more chickens, I think. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm... I think so. Uh, I think so. So it's all very... It depends, huh? That's a really yeah. grim question. Because... <laughs> no. Why can't... Why can't the elephant and chicken live in peace? You know? They die of old why, age together. Why... Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. 
Yeah, a, a shocking number of these cards invoke death. It's just like, what? yeah, we've had what two funerals mean? and an elephant at this point. Mike, have you checked like, on the guy is... that made these? If you also an elephant, that could be a movie title. Is this a new Disney movie plot? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the answer you're looking for is yes. I uh, I I haven't crept on I... this dude's Instagram for a while. I mean, hopefully he's still okay. <laughs> I got a message, uh, an answer from my chat. It's a very confident 200. Oh. No explanation. I like it. Let's go with wow. that. <laughs> it. I, I like it. I, mm. I I appreciate the confidence. Kai, did you figure out what you have to do? For Look, this is clearly confident. someone who knows what they're doing. I'm not going to question it. Yeah. And then another one said, nice, 195. <laughs> Ooh, see, that's slightly cheaper. So maybe we go with that option. Less chickens required, less overhead. I don't think this is it's a good place. More to calculations. Mm. They said we don't need these five. I calculated yeah. them out. They were five. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have to do a, a draw, a full body, and a bust. Nice. But maybe, but maybe you need those extra five. I sort of like you know when like you get a Lego set and there's just slightly too many little bricks just in case you lose one. Maybe the, maybe those five chickens, just in case they get lost along the way. <laughs> Those are the backup chickens. <laughs> Person who said 195 said maybe four. <laughs> and then uh, I got a. It would definitely take an army of chickens to kill an elephant. Oh yeah. Sure. Do we mean so army as in number of units, or army chicken. as in organization? Like, do do they need to be organized chickens? Is there like a hierarchy of command? Yeah, is there a chicken like, union? Surgical strike, you know. Mysterious mm. dude says, I require Frank Welker to voice the elephant and one Canadian goose versus one elephant. And they're right on both counts. Oh, I wouldn't mess with a goose. Yeah, no, I wouldn't mess with the goose either. No, oh, Canadian geese are mean. I mean, like, I um, in the neighborhood I used to live in, we were close to a golf course, and I, I would kind of like walk around through some of the trails early in the morning, and I I had a I, I had a goose actually chase me, honking at me as like, honk, honk, I'm like, I'm walking, I'm walking, it's fine. Jeez. I mean, he's like shaking his fist at me, it's like, we don't want you around here no more. Flesk, who has been dead silent for a while now, just put for a while in all caps. I'd fuck up a goose <laughs> and then I'd fight them for fun and glory. This is someone who's been hurt by a goose. Flesk, don't uh -huh. you have like a herd of geese that frequent your backyard? Frequent your backyard. No, you have ducks, don't you? You don't have geese. I got um, I got a pretty philosophical question from one of my sure. viewers here. Um, they said, consider also. Is the elephant allergic to the chicken? Oh. Mm, I suppose. Yeah, but chicken you allergy? Ask, are, these, are these standard chicken versus a standard elephant? Or is there are there biological factors we need to consider? That's a really good point. Yeah, can the elephant consume chicken milk? Mm. They said, also, I hate geese and I am trained to stun them. <laughs> I want to know what the class is. <laughs> like, Welcome to Sunday Beast 101. Is that, is that, is that used and then we're like, yeah, like do you have like a, like a taser gun? <laughs> just like, pressure points. <laughs> no, I, you know, like, I'm picturing, I'm picturing the, I'm picturing the Neo versus Agent Smith fight, the throat chop. <laughs> <laughs> God. 
the Oh, they're explaining. I'll let I'll let them type up the whole thing, but they're explaining how you stun a turkey and I'm intrigued. A turkey? There's a turkey in play now? What took about Yeah, I got what's about this? They said if a goose Okay. Hear me hear me out a second, right? If you give a chicken a water stone, it becomes a duck. But if you give it an earth stone, it becomes a turkey. <laughs> You're not wrong. Okay, alright, Kai, tell us how to stun a goose. We need to know. Can I give you that? He said, if a goose or a turkey is to attack you, you grab it by the base of the neck, lift it just above the ground, and slam it down to knock the wind out. Run. It won't what? fuck with you. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry for, like... Like trains us like the specificity of like a goose. I'm like, <laughs> if you check something, just fucking just suplex the goddamn up. turkey. Okay, out of nowhere. Like anything. I, I was gonna say, who wrote this? The fucking Undertaker. <laughs> like a choke slam. Patonk. <laughs> Don't talk to me about the Undertaker. Like a gavel. <laughs> <laughs> Got a complicated history with that man. <laughs> sure, just oh just God. choke slamming foul all over the place. I mean, any creatures gonna be stunned oh if you choke slam it. <laughs> I don't think I'd fuck with anyone who would grab me by the base and neck and choke slam me either. I'd be like, all right, have a oh, good day. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, you know what? Fair enough, mate. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, where did they learn this? They said simply a dude raised in the country who knows someone who no longer has ears. <laughs> the geese are eating people's ears because of geese. Uh, I was I was expecting like I was expecting like a special specialized goose technique, not just choke slam the bitch. Because geese <laughs> killed my grandma. Okay. This dude no longer uh, has ears. Not he no longer is. He's not missing an ear. He no longer has either ear. Both just, of them. One, just pure one from skin a all the way around. A turkey. One on each side, and they they teamed up and they got his ears. <laughs> he could have choked him. Should have done that. <laughs> he had fists full of pre-wet and spaghetti noodles, and he couldn't get them. <laughs> Sorry. I think we need to. I keep going charge. back to that. That one's really funny. <laughs> Said, His noodles are too dry. Damn it! <laughs> Plus said, like, actually, I think I could take thirty to forty full-size Canadian geese. Uh, and mysterious dude said, this is not what I expected to hear when I woke up at one a.m. pre-wet. <laughs> pre-wet. Pre-wet. Oh, God. Oh, what the heck? Da 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 da. da. <laughs> okay, what have we got next? Oh, gosh. All right, let's see what we got here. We continue. Has anyone started a rumor about you? If so, what was it about? What the heck? Oh, I was a younger sibling, so yeah, like all the time, right? In middle school, someone started a rumor that I was gay. Was I don't think true? that was a rumor. They were. They ended up being right, but I didn't know it at the time. <laughs> yeah, they, they they were just ahead of the curve. Yeah, they knew before I did. <laughs> I think that's true for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I was never clued into any rumors about me. Mysterious dude says, be gay, do crimes. Yeah, that's a thing. It's like, people start a rumor about you, and I want to know what it is, but no one will ever yeah, tell me. Yeah, right? it's me, right? There was a rumor about me doing something, I don't know, in high school. Anyone who knew this person would not talk to me. So, like, it was a bad rumor. 
and I like became friends with someone who knew it, and they would never tell me what it is, and I still don't know what it is to this day. That's horrifying. It's that up. person who started the rumor had messaged me later after high school, and it's like, hey, I started a really bad rumor about you, I want to apologize for it. And I was like, it's okay, I assumed, what is it? And they said, I want to leave that behind me. <laughs> I'm a cannibal or something. It's like, the most terrifying yeah. thing I could like, imagine. They're like, like, I heard- There's a small I... rumor going around about you, and you don't know what it is, and nobody will tell you. It's like, what the- and like I, I heard this person pre-wets their spaghetti. <laughs> and Here they put geese. their milk in the cereal bowl first, and then pour cereal on top of it like a maniac. Good uh, lord! What about you, Mike? What's the recent Mike drama been? I don't, I don't really have a whole lot of Mike drama. I mean, the the um the only drama that I seem to have is all like stuff I start. Like, I'm like, uh, like, oh, people don't start rumors about me. I start rumors about them. (laughs) I'm the rumor starter. Um, well, no, like I'll, I'll just like, you know, actively provoke negative fandoms on, uh, on twitter.com. Like anytime I see anything like Snyder verse adjacent, I'll be like, how's that working out for you, buddy? You know, that kind of thing. Just, just to, just to kind of, you know, jab them in the eye a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've been thinking, I can't really think of any times I've had like rumors spread about me per, per se, um, a mysterious dude. I always see Mike poke the bear. I, I hope that's a euphemism of some kind. I don't know, but yeah, no, I, I, I really can't think it. of anything at the top of my head. Yeah. I don't know. Poking the bear means like intentionally start intentionally starting shit. Bothering a group of people. Yeah. Angry. Yeah, I, I, I do that a lot. <laughs> you know, because yeah, it, it, it's interesting because, like, like on one on one hand, I don't always understand shit posting just for the sake of it, <laughs> but I also uh, contradict or what whatever a version uh, the adverb version of being contradicting is that um, so. Uh, appreciate antagonizing uh, knuckleheads that got it coming to them. So um, I have the same thing at the same time, but um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That them, uh, them Snyder bros though. They, they are, they are a special group of folks. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Uh, Polly is awake. I've added Polly as well now. So, <laughs> Polly, while you were it's gone, cute. we hit a thousand dollars. I see that. That's awesome. Which means we can take a nap, so you can go back to bed if you want. <laughs> no, I'm 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 up now. Yeah, I, I will. <laughs> once Mike goes to bed, I will also take my nap. Yeah, a thousand dollars, and Kai just hit two hundred dollars. And Kai just donated ten dollars to me. So woohoo! Thank you, Kai. <laughs> very Holly, very cool. Have you met or heard of Mike yet? I have heard of Mike. Yes. Okay. So, Polly is another one of my friends that I met through Overwatch. Um, Polly does a lot of cool art. Polly does a lot of cool writing. Nice. Polly does a lot of cool stuff in general. Um, Polly has a job title that does not match at all what they do. Um, <laughs> they do a ton of like web development and everything and don't get paid ad- adequately for it. Um, but they're they're cool. Uh, and then, Polly, I said, you said you already kind of are aware of Mike. Uh, Mike is a, a pal of mine through Transformers, and he does many podcasts, and 
radio type yeah. things. Um, the thing I said earlier uh, when I introduced Bell to Mike was I said you are both very passionate about things you enjoy, and I think I could sit either of you in front of a microphone and just let you loose for like an hour. Um, and I think that applies to most of the people on this call. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I couldn't wait for me to put an hour about Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Polly, my question for you to start with, I would like you to choose a color, either black, green, or red. Green. Dang it, didn't work. Didn't work. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Belle. Uh, Everybody knows what I was trying to do, and I did not get away with it. All right, so uh, I'll, I'll loop back around and explain that in a second. Sorry, so, Polly, uh, but I perceived you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, green is an Polly option. The answer is green. That was like a magic trick. I was so impressed. I was like, <laughs> I, I knew it was coming when I started explaining. <laughs> I was just like, yes. what is she doing with that pen and paper? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I'm so I'm so pleased with myself. Also, I just want to say I really like the bits where Mike said with real people, we're all fictional in this chat. Yeah. Yes. I was um I was laughing at the thought of like being in a job interview and they're like, So how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? (laughs) And they're like, um, what are we doing at the zoo? Oh my gosh. Okay, so Polly, your your first question to start off with, this is the green card from the always popular What the Heck deck. If you could sing a duet with anyone, who would it be? What the heck? <laughs> God, um, I can't sing worth a shit, so I would feel bad about choosing anyone I like. So I'm not going to go with anyone famous. I think I'll just, I'll, I'll pull from like the well of people in this chat. I would like to sing a duet with, uh, with Belle. I think that would be delightful. <laughs> oh, I think we would crush it, Polly. We would. I'm really bad at singing. So well, what would, what, what would we do at? What would we choose? Can we get it right now? No. <laughs> but what would we, what would we do? No, absolutely not. We would, we would together do, Raphael's theme song from Baldur's Gate 3. I was thinking that. Oh my. Because I was thinking. Uh, oh, you might have just like spoiled something for a while, but. What? Is there a oh, movie right. you... Baldur's Gate 3? How have, you not, how have you not done. I thought you had done House of Hope. You did a flashy thing from Men in I'm Black. Well, look okay. into the lights. Anyway, yeah, hey. there's a cool theme song, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking, Polly, like, what well, we'd either choose a ballad or something from a musical which is adversarial, and we could like sing back and forth and finally hash some emotions out. Polly <laughs> would never do oh, ballads. Yeah, like ballads like like that rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel like that suits her energy. Yeah, Here, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so um, I'd have to. I want to. I want to ask you my follow-up question without world hearing because I don't want to. Oh accidentally spoil any more from okay. world i'll deafen here hold on yeah let me how do i deafen nope that's mute <laughs> world's not allowed to hear there Yay! this is the perfect time for me to get a 15 dollars donation thank you violetta let me check and see what we got here hi we got a 15 okay. donation hell yeah Yay. we hashed, we hashed oh, some things out. do you know them booty yes 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 thank you violetta for 15 dollars Thanks, Thanks so much, V. <laughs> uh, Violet, I will write your name on the board in just a second. How much of a snub would it be if I said that my answer wasn't Polly at this stage? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's understandable. No, I would, I would, I would choose to do it with you. I've got like, 
like uh, annoyingly saturated sweet but i'd be like i'd want to do it with my friends so it means we're hanging out you know because <laughs> i think i, I, like I think that, uh... i would have a blast doing karaoke with this group i want i'm i'm taking over now i'm gonna i'm picking kai out of this group um mm-hmm. and we're gonna sing the duet from dr horrible let's do it right oh, now that's good too that's good too yeah no, I, I know. If I still remembered all the words to that, that would be more my choices. I, yeah, I don't remember all the words to it, but if it was on karaoke, I, would, I could do that. Oh yeah, you'd be able to see the words on the screen. That'd exactly. be helpful. <clears throat> as long as you know the general rhythm, you're fine. Otherwise, you go too fast or too slow, and then mm-hmm. you just look you look silly. Can't do that. Yeah. I think like someone mentioned doing karaoke at Extra Life, and my specific rule is. I don't, I'm not going to karaoke in front of somebody who isn't going to be singing, so I don't do it in front of an audience. I would happily go to a karaoke club with anybody, and it's only taking it in terms to belt it out. But like, I, I, I would need to be only be singing in front of people who are about to make as much of a fool of themselves as I just did. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I feel you. I feel you there, Bell. I, uh, mm. I went to, I went to a karaoke club with some people from uh, work or karaoke bar rather with some people from work once on a, on a conference trip. And I was like, kind of looking forward to all of us just like taking turns, being absolute clowns and, and belting out some songs. And then my boss got up there and sang the most fucking like incredible rendition of the Backstreet Boys. I want it this way. Or I want it that way, whatever that song's called. And I was just like, well, how the fuck am I supposed to get up there now and embarrass myself? Because right. this dude is just up there, like with all like the bachelorette people that are there in Nashville, like swooning, taking pictures of him, and I'm just like, okay, well, that's when you get up there and do the tequila song, right, 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 right. And then my boss's boss got up there and did like Bon Jovi with such accuracy that I like we genuinely all were like, are you in a fucking cover band? Like, what's going on? <laughs> so. This is why you don't invite bosses to work hangouts because they're weirdly good at karaoke. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows that. Mike, who's your duet? Well, mine isn't so much a duet as it is a um, I, kind of a duet, but it's like an audience participation thing. Uh. I, I would get up on, I would get up on stage with a. Um, with ACDC, when they when they do the uh, for those about to rock, we salute you song, the one with the cannons and stuff. And oh, there's yeah. a part where the where the dude is like fire. I, I want to do that part. He's like for those <laughs> about to rock, and I'd be like fire. <laughs> and then the cannons go off and stuff. Nice, very there you sad, go. That's buddy. a good answer. Be like pretty that. fun. <laughs> But speaking of karaoke, one, one one of the things I like to do is the uh, the ACDC You Shook Me All Night Long song. Um, and I do like the voice and everything. I'm not going to do it now because it's, you know, late in the late in the morning or whatever. But um, I, I, I do a relatively convincing job of it, but it's not sustainable. So it's like I could do that for like three minutes at, at one shot. And then like my voice is shot for the rest of the night. But yeah, I've done that a few times, and and it's uh it's pretty fun. I think it's Kai and Beardy. Have you answered yet? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I you go first. I need to think about this. No, I'm thinking about it. Okay, <laughs> I'm angry because like I was like, oh, I would choose Whirl, and then like everyone's like, well, let's just do it in the chat, and I was like, that's my thing. <laughs> I, 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 I would like. I'm to, a... uh, 
I'd like to point out that I'm, I'm glad no one noticed or, or chose to notice rather that I did start off my answer by saying, I don't want to choose anyone I actually like. So That's not very nice of you, Polly. I was just so flattered that you chose me, but it's all along. Wow. Yeah, I guess Polly is the mean one. There we go, we got our answer. Uh, I don't know. I uh This is this is because I called out Polly but was gonna choose green, isn't it? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't hold questions. That's right. That's what I get for trying to do shenanigans. It's like I'm not gonna tell you which deck is which. Trying to trying to be agent of chaos here, trying to trick somebody into picking the uh, existential dread black cards. But uh, Mikey, black um, is gonna be my second answer. You don't know about Polly's affinity for green. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was getting I was getting nervous because I like I wrote down green. I was like, there's a good chance it's gonna be black. <laughs> <laughs> if green is an option, it'll always be green. Plus, uh, well, tell you what, tell you what, just for funsies. Oh, by the way, we just crossed hour fourteen. Woohoo! Twelve hours? No, eleven hour, eleven hours, eleven hours to go. Eleven hours. Eleven yeah, hours. yeah, yeah, yeah. So just for funsies, uh, I I am actually going to pull one out of the black deck and just see what depths of existential dread oh we uh we get. So let's uh let's see. So this is we've moved away from the what the heck deck. We'll be back to it in a sec. This is just from the standard interview questions deck. Um, which words or phrases do you most overuse? Oh, I heard this one in the 400th episode, too. Yep, yep. And it's not a bad one. It... Mine's definitely like. I say like too much. I've got so yeah. many. Yeah. And then I also... I've got so many that I'm not going to say on stream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other thing I do is that I'm, like, aware of, but I have no intention of stopping, is I have this habit of repeating things that people say if I to acknowledge that I think they're funny or that I am listening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and this, this I think, goes over well and serves its purpose of showing the person that I am intaking what, it, what they are saying to me. Um, but I'm also aware that I, it is annoying sometimes. <laughs> I have something very similar, but, like, worse. It's, <laughs> if I hear something that I like, no matter what it is, I will repeat it in the way they said it. But nine times out of ten, they think I'm mocking them. And, like, I'm really not... And, like, it's just instinctual. Like, I don't do it on purpose. And a lot of times, if, like, my best friend has, like, a funny laugh that she does, and so she'll laugh, and I'll be like, Heep. and I'm like, sorry. <laughs> and she knows. But, like, other people, like, they'll say something, and I'll say it the same way they did. And they're just like, you're messing with me right now. <laughs> I think, like, the, the, the thing that I do that I've noticed is I do, like, you know the, the Dark Soul thing where it's, like, you know, like, enemy vanquished? So I do word verbs, right? <laughs> A lot. Like when someone's like, "Oh yeah, just like drink my drink," I'm like, "Drink consumed," and I do like kind of stuff. A lot. That's pretty good. I like that one. Right. Recently, um, for me, it's been your mom jokes. They're not funny. Um, I I can't stop. I can't stop making them. Uh, I I'm like a 12 year old boy right now. Um, anyone who's been on the on the stream for a while has probably watch me do so many your mom jokes while playing Phasmophobia. I'm just walking past somebody and just say your mom and I keep walking. Um, so that's my <laughs> classic. I love I love it. 
It's interesting, you know, when I do uh, podcasts and I edit my podcasts, I, I uh, encounter my own f- phrasing choices more than I would normally, as well as the phrasing choices of my uh, uh, co-host as well. It's like I, I've noticed that that um, the uh, the other mic of the two mics, too furious, will will occasionally like sniff after a sentence. Like he'll say, like you know, and this is why I think this scene was really good. Oh, and then this, that, and the other thing. And I didn't notice it until I edit it, and now I'm incredibly irritated by it uh, and i have yet to tell him about it too because oh, like no. it's just i just, i don't want him to have like a complex about it or because it's not a big deal i think it's just the way that you know he he just you know is his uh uh vocal cadence or whatever but yeah it's just these weird sniffs in there um but but with me like since i do a lot of I don't know, uh, the, the quasi pseudo intellectual breakdown, like, like reviews of things. I end up using like a lot of the same phrases, like, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll say like, you know, esoteric a lot or philosophical or say, I'd say, uh, um, crystallized way more than I thought. It's like, oh man, that's when that really started to crystallize for me. You know, um, it, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of those uh, vocabulary ten dollar word adjectives that I think I use way too much. Like, like I don't I don't think a rational person has any business saying the word dichotomy more than a half dozen times in a two hour show. Um, so yeah, I, that that's that's what I do. I I, I catch myself with like these dumb uh, ten dollar words that I just keep overusing, sometimes incorrectly. Uh, which ironically enough is a is a peeve of mine as a listener uh, of like, wait, it's like you don't know what that means. You're not using that phrase correctly. But I I find myself doing that all the time. Like I'll say, incidentally. When I'm not talking about anything that is incidental to anything, it's just like I use it as like a spacer word. Very odd. That's me when so I say I watched a uh, video essay on this. My sister hates when I say that. <laughs> Anybody else? There's, there's a, a a commercial. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I I say far too many curse words uh, for I think most people's taste. <laughs> in my natural environment and i make way too many innuendos ah. like i think i, should, I think i, I started up. cursing more since i started playing games with you polly i think playing <laughs> apex legends with you had like an impact on my vocabulary and my willingness yeah, yeah. to use more square words than fuck i mean i keep it i keep it i keep it polite and so far is that i don't say like slurs uh <laughs> i'm not like a gamer tm in that <laughs> regard um, I do just say a lot of bad words, though. Al's mom just put wash in the chat, like wash with an R. <laughs> oh, sure. From the Midwest. <laughs> she forgot about orange. Orange. I like when she says orange. <laughs> and crick. Yeah. But for me, there's a couple I can answer with. Um, having uh, edited a body of my own work, and like mm-hmm. specifically typo hunting... I've become painfully aware of specific phrasing and habits I have and like having to like 
especially when writing dialogue, needing to eradicate my own vocal tics from all the characters so they actually sound like different people and that sort of thing, and realizing what words I overuse, like I use I mean and I like a lot when as just filler mm-hmm. words. But one specific thing in actual conversations with people is I have it, I have a lot of issues sometimes with losing my train of thought. And this phrase that gets stuck in my head is just, I just say over and over, words in my brain, words in my brain, words in my brain. (laughs) Just like, because I I feel like if I'm quiet for too long, I'll lose my place in conversation and I need people to know, like, I'm I'm thinking, I'm buffering right now. There are words in my brain I'm trying to access. And I, (laughs) I, I, I just repeat that over and over and I'm grateful no one's throttled me over it because it it can't be it, it, it annoys me no, so i assume it can't be pleasant when you say words in my brain i think it's very cute nice that's why you're my favorite sometimes <laughs> yes. it's than the thing i do where i just kind of like stop mid-sentence and bell thinks i'm finished and then like when i finish buffering i start the sentence again and bell is like <laughs> i got a response from my chat um they say their favorite word this is really cute it's collie wobbles. And it means the butterflies you get in your tummy when you're blushing, when you have a crush on someone and you get the butterflies. Oh, that's cute. I love Aww. that. Yeah. Collie wobbles. Mom said it's not Midwest, it's just me. And yes, orange. And no, Warsh is a Midwest. Orange. Warsh is definitely a Midwest thing because my, half my family says Warsh too. They Mom said, Warsh. I'm like nobody else. Then it, wait, hold on, Mom. Weren't you supposed to go to bed, like, yeah, 30 minutes ago? Didn't you say goodnight to like, us and then leave? Girls. Yeah, when I moved, half my family was like, ah, we can't wait to come visit you in Washington. You know? Washington. 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 Well, and that's interesting. I was going to push back about the, the Midwest thing, because there are people that live here in Washington that that call it Washington. It's so weird. Yeah, but half and, and half they're like they're like natives though. Hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. It's it, it it's so puzzling. I don't I don't get it. Suspicious. Bell had to leave. Plus, that I had a teacher that said Washington. Hmm. I'm so I recently moved to a different part of Washington, um, and <laughs> it's uh I'm learning how to say all of the city names over here, uh, and all the nicknames for the cities because there's like. Um, I live in a fairly fair, r- rural, it, like by definition, is a rural area. Um, but I live in a more populated yeah. part of the rural area. Um, and there's like, as the highway goes, there's like a series of like, here's a city, here's nothing, here's a city, here's nothing, here's a cluster of cities, here's nothing, here's the tourist towns, right? Mike is the only one here who knows what I'm talking about. Um, yep, yep. But um, there's. Uh, there's a city called uh, Mo- Montesano, and the issues Montesano. Been, the issues I've been having are I've been saying Montesano. Um, I've been pronouncing no. the T too hard and saying Monte Mont Montesano Montesano. <laughs> um, uh-huh. And it's Montesano, like no T, hard A, or it's Monty. Like M O N N Y, but spelled M O N T Y, and I keep getting that wrong, and people keep calling me out on it. <laughs> like they'd be like, "Hey, you're saying that wrong." I'm like, "Oh, sorry." Sorry. <laughs> They're like, "You're new here, aren't you?" I'm like, "Yeah." 
Oh, that's wild. That that must be like a hyper local thing because I've is, never it heard it called is. that before. Yeah, no, it's wow. It's, it's super like they get on you too. They're like, you're not saying that right. You must be new here. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm getting so yeah. uh, like I'm very slowly getting used to living in a small town, and there's been a lot of things that I had not expected to like come up that have come up. Um, I have a I have a fairly not not super unique, but my car is a unique color. It's like this mint green Ford Fiesta. Mm-hmm. I like my my little gay green Ford Fiesta, um, but there aren't any other of those in this town because there's seven thousand people total, um, and so people now recognize my car and like wave at me when I like drive by places, <laughs> and it's terrible. It's 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 horrifying. <laughs> I'm like, don't perceive me while I'm driving. <laughs> I'm supposed to be anonymous. Yeah, um, anymore. <laughs> but in like you know the Seattle area, there's like. I know I I had seen my car at least like from three other people, you know, like it's it's not a common car, and you recognize like you're like oh that's a weird color for a car, but it's not people don't see me and wave at me when they see me like <laughs> it's been very odd. But I think- well, it isn't it, it it interesting about uh vehicle colors because like you always think your vehicle is unique like a one of a kind until you buy it and then you see it everywhere uh uh my wife drives a jeep wrangler and it is a very specific shade of blue it's like it's like a metallic not quite baby blue not quite navy blue it's kind of like i don't know kind of like an electric neon type of type of light blue very very cool color uh we go to buy the jeep and we've never seen this color before and just just really just blew our hair back and it's like that's the one and um uh kind of that that's a little more teal um yeah miss attitude is actually blue yeah there you go that that's that's a little closer to it um yeah not quite a not quite a royal um but yeah kind of kind of royal adjacent i guess i don't remember what the name of the actual paint is now that i think about it but Point being, um, we now see that that Jeep everywhere, that same color, to the point where we uh, we used to live in a different city, and there was somebody on our same block that had that same Jeep. Bought it after we did, but it's like now we see it everywhere. We moved to a different city three years ago. There's uh, somebody down the block from us, less than a mile away, also same color Jeep. Th- this thing is like, at, at this point, that blue Jeep that we thought was so unique, we see them now as often as we see like silver Honda Accords or like black Toyota Camrys. It's crazy. Just got a message from a viewer of my chat that says, My mom has that blue Jeep. I already know how bite's being described. Yeah. <laughs> nice. This is off topic. I want to know how 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 weird this is. Can I get a can I get a weirdness rating of one to ten? I have a list of that I keep and I update regularly of words that I like and that I don't like. You've shown me this oh. list before. Yeah. Yeah. It's I I still update it like regularly. No, I think that's a good list. I like it. Um I really like how it's just it's it, the list is just titled bad words. And so when people see it, they think like <laughs> I'm just cataloging all the bad words that I know, like all the curse words. No, it's just words that I don't like, and it's usually because I can't spell them. Chat says not weird. Thank you, thank you. 
It's uncommon, but I don't think that's weird. Thank you. I, I think is, everyone. What is a word on your your not liked words list? Yeah, well, read me one out. Um, the first one on there is Ben. B E E N. How have you been? That's an incredibly common word. Why is there two E's? So as that's how you been? Have you been? Yeah, yeah. That's how you. How have you been? There's well, two depending E's. On, depending on your your regional vernacular, I would argue that some people pronounce it exactly like that. Okay, well they're more correct, even though I hate it. <laughs> uh, there's plaid on here. I don't know why the I is there. P L A I D, plaid, not plaid. Okay. Plaid. That one's weird. Some of the okay. I go through the list, and without fail, someone's like, "But that's French." And I, who was it? You, Beardy, giving the French lesson? Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I can't stand half the French words. <laughs> that's okay. Um, rendezvous. Hate that word. I can never spell it. <laughs> Why is there a Z? Why is there a V? Why is there so many letters in that word? Rendezvous. Um, I don't like the word minute. I love the word saying it, but spelling it, it's just spelled like minute. So every time I type it out, I'm like, oh, it's just a minute detail. But people read it, it's just a minute detail. And they're like, what? I hate it. Um, everyone hates Wednesday. That doesn't even, that doesn't even care. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, that's just one I can't spell. I just hate it because I can't spell it. That's my personal. Um, here's another French one: macabre. Oh, that's macabre. That's macrabe. M a c a b r e. B r e. Macabre. Macabre. Uh, choir. I always saw that should be spelled with a Q. Uh, there's no reason C H should be in front of there. <laughs> <laughs> um, epitome, I do like how it's sounding, but when it's spelled out, I just hear epitome. Yeah. Um, One time Al said, French. Al said that word out loud to me. She said, uh, like, she said, this is the epitome of that. And I looked at her and I said, epitome? And she was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you, yeah. you had a similar reaction when hearing about uh, hyperbole. Oh, hyperbole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's on here, too. <laughs> um, caveat. I like the word again. Hate how it's spelled. I don't know how I'd fix it, but I would fix it somehow. So you could say that you like the word and the one caveat, but you hate that it's spelled. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Restaurant. He would love my <laughs> Restaurant indefinitely. I just can't spell those, so I hate them. Um, Mysterious dude is just listing words in my chat now. Air, like the air of your ways, E R R. That's how it's spelled. Er. Like to err on the side of caution. Er. Yeah. Yeah. That's but a good it's one. just E R R. Why don't we like that one? Uh, that's not a word. That's three letters and not even good together. Er. <laughs> yeah, that's no. Er. Er. Um, tongue. I always misspell tongue. Uh, buoyant. The U should not be there. Uh, there's no reason for that U to be there. Herbs. I, for the longest time, always would call it herbs, and I got made fun of, so I hate it. Well, yeah, because it's herbs. It, yeah, it's supposed to be herbs, and I hate it. Um, they're wrong. Take it from me, it's herbs. Here's one Here's one that's recent, <laughs> and I, I really believe um, if Mandela effects do exist, this is my own. Heroes. I, there's, it's E-S. I thought it was just hero S. 
Heroes, but there's an E in there. Why is there another E in there? H E R O E S. You need the E to turn the O into that hard O sound, don't you? Otherwise, it'd be Heros. Yeah. Well, do you guys want to see my good words? I, uh, from all my bad words, here's my list of good words. Okay. Plinko, good word. Ailment, good word. Extrapolate, great word. Vampire, amazing word. And now I'm going to put echolalia in there, because that's a good word, too. <laughs> that's a good word. That's a good word. Uh, mysterious dude said, ask them if they spell it the American or the rest of the world way of honor or honor. How do you spell honor? Um, you I probably, probably the American way, because uh, honor and color shouldn't have views in there. Oh. H-O-N-O-R, honor. Um, I put a U in there because I live in the UK, so... I think, I I think the... The U softens the sound as well. Without the U, it's not on a, it's on or, right? On or. Yeah. yeah. On or. The only Sorry. Story on word that I... Yeah. Uh, there's, there's two words that I flop back and forth on because I'm frankly not sure which one is the US spelling and which one is the UK spelling, and that's fairy and gray. Um, I think... I think those are interchangeable spellings. Yeah, the... I... Fairy, I think the one with the Y at the end, I think that's the US spelling. Am I right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, gray. I think it's the E is the UK spelling, but I think it goes either way. I think. Do you want to know my weird rule for gray? It's like my head cannon inside of my head that only I follow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I will uh-huh. spread this. I, okay, here's what's really funny. I will spread this to people like it's fact, but I just made it up. And like people <laughs> are like, oh, that's most of language. Okay. So you're on the right track. Listen, but hear me out. Both spellings are gray or correct. The one with the E is a lighter gray because there's an E in white. The one with the A is a darker gray because there's an A in black. <laughs> that's messed up of you to tell people. <laughs> I When I spell gray, that's how I do it. I'm like, mm, it's a lighter gray. G-R-E-Y. Or, See, I don't oh, know why, my brain, my brain wants to flip them around. Gray with an E sounds darker to me. Because I'm thinking help. of it, I'm thinking of it like, if we're if we're imagining brightness to darkness, and I'd, I'd be like A lightest B C D E getting darker, so like gray feels like it's on the lighter side of the spectrum to me. You as are in gray with an A. Um, well, probably we've established that you don't like me. <laughs> so I no, got I, just, I got a gray I, fact I... in the chat. With the A is warm, with the E is cool. Oh, I like that one. No, we're getting into synesthesia now. The gray with the A killed my grandma, so. <laughs> I, like, I, I, I like the new cat ears. Well, they're very cute. Like, yeah. See, I always associated, uh, uh, you know, being a comic book fan, like, you know, uh, gray with a with the ey being like a like a proper name like like a gene gray you know that that kind of thing whereas like gray was the color you know that that's that's kind of the way that that i always sorted them out again absolute nonsense i think that is um, so you go first sorry no go ahead go ahead oh I was, I was just saying i think there's like so many words which people are convinced are correct or incorrect, but because they've been misspelled so often and so commonly that it becomes just an accepted alternate spelling to it. And there's so many words like that. And I think really, like, it, just just choose whatever, man. Words are made up. Just choose whichever looks cool. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, and 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 on that tip, that the thing I was gonna uh, bring up of uh, like uh, words that you, you can't spell to save your life. You know, I I have um, not a great speller. Uh, that that's why I have computers and smartphones and all that. Um, you know, for being a Gen Xer, um, technology has has made us very very lazy. But like, there there are two words that always mess me up. One is uh, necessary. I either yep. put too many S's or too many C's and always in the wrong spot. Uh, same with the word license. I can't mm. spell license correctly. It's like I and and I've tried to do this trick where I'm because it's like, well, no, it's counterintuitive because like the the S comes first. So then I start spelling it that way and I start getting the red squiggle and I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. It's the other way around. No, it's not that way either. Fuck, how do you spell this goddamn word? Oh, oh. Uh, but yeah, those, the, those are like the two uh, two words that just mess me up more than anything. A word I put on the same level as those two, guarantee. Guarantee can get out of here. I don't know how to spell that word. I have to like Google it every single time. Hate guarantee. Restaurant is the I... main of my existence. What's that say, Kai? I just added necessary and license to it because he had a great point. Mm. <laughs> Rhythm is one like is one I find difficult. Rhythm, rhythm. I've got a really cool mnemonic for. Uh, If you need to know how to spell rhythm, it's rhythm helps your two hips move. (laughs) Yeah, that helps a lot. Thanks. How does that work? What's the two H? So two hips. Is that? It's it's. I'll spell it out in the chat. Rhythm. Wait, there's two H's in the word rhythm. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? It doesn't sound like the truth. (laughs) I've got a robot name. And again, rhythm, so not I, where I, you I, I think they should go. I put in the chat, rhythm helps your two hips move. That's how you spell it. Okay, I'm, I'm, Flusk would like a black card. Flusk says, I need a black card. I want to reconsider who I am as a person. I drew the death card from my tarot deck the day before yesterday. And then I said Flusk, and Flusk, and I, I like couldn't continue because we were in the middle of a conversation. And then Flusk said, it's okay. yeah, yeah. I'm patient, and now I feel bad. <laughs> Um, but also, I have a I have a robot named Rhythm, so I do know how to spell that one. Nice. Well, and it's interesting too because, like, I mean, I I saw that comment from Flesk like a while ago, and I I thought we covered that one already. I think that's that was uh, what was it like the words that you most overuse? I figured that was uh, that's that was that was going to cover it. <laughs> Technically, yeah. Okay, so let let me let me pull a fresh black card from the deck, from the interview deck, specifically fresh. for Flask, um, and then um, I I will probably think about wrapping it up shortly after after this. But um, let's see. All right, so let me make sure I grab a good one here. So for Flask and uh, and the group from the Existential Dread deck, um, if you could guarantee one thing in life. Besides money, what would it be? You could gain, guarantee one thing in life that's not money. What would it be? Mysterious dude says guarantee. Like just pointing out the, <laughs> the word guarantee again. Uh, oh my gosh! Absolutely. G u a r a n t e e d. Yeah, that is a weird ass word when you when you really look at it typed out. Mm, I hate it. I hate that word. Bane of my existence. Do, do we have an answer to this black card? Does anyone have an answer? Health. It's a cop out, but my god, I would love to have. Yeah, a good one. Oh, yeah. Twenty-four. Being sexy. Good one. 
Also, yeah. nice. <laughs> being a bad <laughs> bitch, <Swag>. guaranteed. <laughs> Massive amounts of riz. <laughs> being content, I think. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, I feel bad about yeah, that. <laughs> that's similar to where I was gonna go. I was gonna say endless self confidence. Yeah, there you go. I thought you were about to say endless suffering. I was like, buddy, you good? <laughs> no, 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 right. no, no. I endless suffering. Have that. Like, that's well, this is I already have. You need to put your answer in chat, Floss, because this is your card. It's one thing you would guarantee it is not money. Rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> Floss said, I'm ha forward slash and then one question mark. I'm ha. Question mark. Floss, what is one thing you want to guarantee for the rest of your life that's not money? Did I get that right? Was that the question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you could guarantee one thing in life besides money, what would it be? Eternal suffering. I cannot, I cannot hear, hear you. you. Hello? Can you scream, you at, scream me? at me? Plus, no. I'm just gonna come That's to boosted world. Yes, perfect. I'm not gonna keep doing that. I know my mic is quiet, and I apologize, but I'm not gonna yell at you for the rest of the stream. Flusk, if you could guarantee one thing for the rest of your life besides money, what would it be? Better hearing. Yeah, hearing. <laughs> yeah, hearing's the one thing that doesn't come back. Flusk said happiness. happiness WTF. Yeah, there you go, Flusk. There you go, that'll do it. That'll do it. Well, shit, yeah, not being so fucking deaf, okay. <laughs> oh no, now I feel bad. <laughs> I want to guarantee that there will always be a Transformers show on air that's good, or a good comic series. Well, that's, like, a little I bit mean, we're, lower we're... on my priority list than I... <laughs> yeah. Also, There's we're, we're kind of there, right? <laughs> There's... There's a, uh, this is somewhat unrelated, uh, but talking about eternal suffering in comic books... <laughs> There's this, this this panel wall. There's a lot to say. Oh, about you this. read Saga? I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Um, <laughs> however, uh, there's this panel that was in a one of Chip Zdarsky's uh, Howard the Duck comics uh, way back when, and it is a duck holding up a piece of paper that just says "Suffering is Eternal," yep. and I have used that as a reaction image since I uh, first read that comic book. I think it's great. <laughs> very nice. Rated very series, nice. by the way. So very, our, very good. our list of things that we want to guarantee that are not money. We said health, contentedness, and swag. Yeah. Yeah. And sexy as fuck. Yeah, and Riz. Um. And so I got somebody from my chat saying I guaranteed these. Fantastic. That was it. <laughs> I like that. I admire that one. Also, apparently, there are two owls fighting outside their window. So nice. Let me know which one wins. Let's place bets. What color are the owls? <laughs> Beardy's setting up an owl fighting ring. <laughs> I got a white ball. Let's go. <laughs> I'm betting money. Good. All right, Mike, how are you feeling? I think I'm about to clock out. Yeah. I think I'm gonna. Yeah, I uh, I need to get a couple hours in the in the rack where uh, we're having a, a, a some folks over in the morning for. The uh, the American football game, uh, but man, thanks for having me on this. This was way too much fun. Thank you for coming, Mike. I greatly appreciate that was it. Fun. Yeah, you're so cool. Absolutely. Yeah, we had a great yeah, time. Thanks, Mike. Shout out, awesome, awesome, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming, Mike. I really appreciate it. Uh, appreciate uh, you hanging out with my friends and my friends. I appreciate you hanging out with Mike. 
Uh, Absolutely. It's a fun time. You're on MySpace, Mike? Uh, Not so much, no. (laughs) Okay. I'm on MySpace. Nice. Nice. Well, with Mike heading off for the night, I am going to redeem my $1,000 nap as well. Yeah. Um, So I will uh, ask the gamers to head over to our uh, Discord server and we can arrange what will happen for the next like 30 minutes. Sound good? Okie dokie. Alright, cool. Sounds good to me, because I'm going to go to bed. Alright, and until next time, make good choices, and uh, best of luck with the rest of the stream. I'll uh, I'll, I'll pop in, uh, I'll see if I can pop in again before you wrap up. I appreciate it, Mike. Thank you so much. Enjoy the game. Good night, Mike. Alright, thanks. Bye. 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 And don't forget, you can still donate to Extra Life until the end of the year. The link is in the show notes. Now, before I close out, like I mentioned at the top, I also want to let you know about another podcast I was on with TFG1 Mike, that one being episode 70 of the Studio 2009 podcast where Michael Andrews joined me and TFG1 Mike to talk about Paycheck. That's the Ben Affleck, Uma Thurman sci-fi thriller. Uh, That movie is celebrating its 20th anniversary. That was the one directed by John Woo based on the Philip K. Dick short story. And it turns out All three of us actually kind of like that movie, and it was a really fun conversation. It's kind of a diamond in the rough, hidden gem, uh, actually kind of more of like a forgotten gem, hidden treasure uh, type of thing. If it's a movie you haven't uh, checked out, it's it's an early 2000s action thriller starring Ben Affleck, so that it is exactly what you think it is, but it's... uh, it's it's not without its charm and uh, and again like i said we really kind of liked it and if you haven't seen it before it's a uh, it it's actually a lot of fun i'll stick up for it uh but um more than that if you are a fan of the dynamic and legislation from me and michael andrews on two mics too furious then you're really going to like this one especially if you're i don't know getting the itch for more animated Transformers. And speaking of which, uh, as we announced on the holiday episode of Autopod Decepticast, Two Mics, Two Furious will return early next year as we begin our coverage of Transformers Animated Season 2. And maybe some day before that, I'll post the audio from the Michael Andrews Birthday Bash Extravaganza live stream on the Two Mics, Two Furious feed, but that will not be today. Um... So there you go. With that, my friends, that will do it for this episode of Mike Seibert Radio and my last episode of 2023. Thank you for sticking with me as we close out year eight of the show. It's been an absolute blast. Um, and if you want to listen to my podcast, Mike Seibert Radio, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or wherever the heck else you listen to your podcast. Like, share, rate, and review the show. Let us know what you like and what you'd like to hear more of in the future. And again, don't forget, you can still donate to Extra Life through the end of the year. Link is in the show notes. And thank you so much to Whirl and Team Paleons for their permission to present this audio to you here now. I hope you enjoyed it. My name is Mike, and until next year for the kickoff of year number nine of Mike Seibert Radio, make good choices. Mike Seibert Radio is recorded in Seattle, Washington. Our original theme song is written and performed by Lucia Fasano. 
Get her music on all streaming platforms like Spotify and Apple Music and check out her Instagram at Lucia underscore Fasano. Our closing theme is a nice place to visit by these young fools used with permission for Michael Geisler. Check out Michael's website, bytourmusic.com for more music like that. Special thanks to Andy Lita for our logos and graphic design. He is at GoGoAndyRobo out on Twitter. Become a Mike Cybertronian and join the MSRP Friends and Fans Facebook group. And you can follow me on social media at MikeCybertRadio on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And Blue Sky as well, but I don't post it very often. Um, and check out my YouTube channel for even more videos and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Want to be a guest on the show? Send me an email, MikeCybertRadio at gmail.com. 